Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! 
Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened on Friday? Uh, we met Queen Sheba, and sure she asked some hard questions that we didn't get to actually hear. Right. And she may or may not have got along with uh, Solomon. I'm sure she did. Right. And um, yeah, they brought goods with them and shit, and 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 Solomon's full of himself. So he sure is full of himself, and he built a lot of. Uh, throne room things and lots of gold and right um he's rich and whatever yeah that that so that was first kings chapter 10 yep and today we are moving on to first kings chapter 11 all right let's get into this okie dokie hey wife do you like coffee in the morning i sure do husband morning noon night which reminds me, I need to add that to our grocery list because we're running low. Wait, before you do that, check out the website ungodlybrew.com where you can purchase a pound of your favorite flavor of coffee. What if I want more than one pound? Either order a larger amount or better yet, get 10% off by setting up a subscription for every two weeks or a month or whatever works for you. Did you set up something special for our listeners? You know I did. Exclusive for our listeners, get an additional 10% off subscriptions by entering the code SACRILEGIOUSCOFFEE at checkout. That's a hellishly good deal. Ungodly Brew is hellishly good coffee. Mm. Okay, First Kings chapter 11. All right. Now, King Solomon loved many foreign women. <laughs> Bet he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Besides Pharaoh's daughter, he married women from Moab, Ammon, Edom, Sidon, and from among the Hittites. Jesus Christ. He got himself a little harem. Right. Bow, wow. Well, and he was, you know, doing it with some visiting queens and stuff probably mm-hmm. too. So, you know. Mm-hmm. The Lord had clearly instructed the people of Israel, you must not marry them because they will turn your hearts to their gods. Oh. Yet, Solomon insisted on loving them anyway. Went against God's word, huh? He had to get married. I guess. He had to get it on. He had to have women. I'm actually surprised this made it into the book because so far it's been nothing bad. Right. Nothing bad. Nothing bad. At all. At all. But, I mean. But here we are. He had to have one flaw. They couldn't make him perfect. I guess, yeah, you gotta gotta give him something, right? Right. Okay. He had 700 wives. Holy fucking hell. Of royal birth. Jesus Christ. And. Oh my God. 300 concubines. Wait a second. Hold on, yeah. hold on a second. So they turned his one sin into a brag. Jesus Christ. He had 1,000 women tied to him. You've got to be fucking kidding me. He, one, I am. That's, 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 that's like one woman a day for three years without repeating. <laughs> That's insane. Sorry, I had to do some quick math there in my head. No, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is so much sex. <laughs> I mean, that means that he probably had thousands of children. I mean, he must have populated the fucking earth, right? Like, Jesus Christ. No wonder we are overpopulated. It's Solomon's fucking fault. And in fact, they did turn his heart away from the Lord. Oh, period. No. See? Oh, no. See? he They turned his one sin into a fucking brag. And also, any sin that he does after that is no longer his fault. Is, is the right, woman's yeah, fault. Right, yeah. It's the women, those thousand women's fault. See? See? Yeah. In Solomon's old age... 
They turned his heart to worship other gods instead of being completely faithful to the Lord his God as his father David had been. Did they get together and like decide, you know, hey, let's work, let's let's get him to focus on this god? Huh? No, this god. Wait, no. Okay, we're gonna decide at the next meeting. Okay? My god. No. Yes, my god. Solomon worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and Molech, the detestable god of the wow. Ammonites. That's like a lot of people consider Molech like the devil is the almost, right? Yeah. 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 That's in crazy. this way, Solomon did what was evil in the Lord's sight. He refused to follow the Lord completely as his father David had done. Huh. Damn. This is taking a quick turn. Mm-hmm. Like he's building a temple and like all about the Lord. And then mm-hmm. now like just out of nowhere, nope, thousand women he's fucking and, uh, you know, he's worshiping the devil basically. This is awesome. We were waiting for the other shoe to drop. Here it is. Right? Like, (laughs) this story is not congruent at all. No, no. Um, Somebody else got sick of him and his mom. (laughs) Right, yeah. Editing. They they were like, like, take your editorials. This is Shove them up your ass. (laughs) On the Mount of Olives, east of Jerusalem, he even built a pagan shrine for Chemosh. The detestable god of Moab. Oh. And another for Molech, the detestable god of the Ammonites. Wow. Solomon built such shrines for all his foreign wives to use for burning incense and sacrificing to their gods. Damn. Wow. That's, that's a, like a lot of fucking temple things. Now, built. here is what I'm thinking. I don't think he was worshiping any of these gods. I think that he was just like building shrines as as here's for this wife and these people here's for that wife and those people yeah i think he probably didn't worship any gods he just didn't want to get yelled at by his wives well i think it was probably i mean hell there's enough to fucking have a rebellion i think it was probably all for various business dealings i mean he's very rich he's spreading out to the world yeah right he's making all these business multicultural huh Yeah. yeah yeah i think that I don't think he was worshiping any god, including the Lord our God. I right. think he was just that just happened to be the big honcho. He was he was a populist, time. right? Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, the Lord was very angry with Solomon for mm. his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. That is true. It, yeah, he did appear to him twice. I mean, according to this book, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Solomon. He had warned Solomon specifically about worshiping other gods, but Solomon did not listen to the Lord's command. No. It, well, well. Yeah. How the turns do table. <laughs> <laughs> so now the Lord said to him, since you have not kept my covenant and have disobeyed my decrees, I will surely tear the kingdom away from you mm. and give it to one of your servants. But. Whoa. But for the sake of your father, David, I will not do this while you are still alive. I will take the kingdom away from your son. Wow. I'm going to punish the He's, people what? and your kid. That that makes no goddamn sense. I'm not going to punish you. Yeah. The, the only punishment you get is knowing what's coming after you're gone. <laughs> right. Which, honestly, ain't that much of a punishment, if, yeah. if we're being honest. Right. I mean, a, a little bit. Like, I feel bad that the planet that my children and their children will inherit isn't in good shape you know right i feel bad about that but i have the luxury of knowing that it ain't all my fault right you know right whereas i guess he i just i don't know how much of a punishment that can be it depends on how much you believe it and it doesn't strike me that solomon really believes anything no 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 no. 
And even so, continued God, I will not take away the entire kingdom. I will let him be king of one tribe for the sake of my servant David and for the sake of Jerusalem, my chosen city. So I'm going to punish you, but not really. He's still going to be in charge, just not as in charge. I'm going to punish you, but not you. I'm going to punish you, but your son, though. But I'm going to only punish him, kind of. Right. And I'm only going to punish some of the people, not all of them. Yeah, yeah. Take that. Right? That'll show you. Hmm. To not build temples to the devil. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck you're doing. Fuck that mullet guy. Right? Yeah. Then the Lord raised up Hadad the Edomite, a member of Edom's royal family, to be Solomon's adversary. Mm. Oh, here he's comes gotta, the he's wars. Go to war now. Here come the wars. Remember how there was no wars? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. now there's wars. Right. Years before, David had defeated Edom. He Joab slept with his wife or something. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Joab, remember David's army commander, yeah. had stayed to bury some of the Israelite soldiers who had died in battle. While there, they killed every male in Edom. Oh, That damn. would piss some people off, yeah. wouldn't it? Joab and the army of Israel had stayed there for six months, killing them. But Hadad and a few of his father's royal officials escaped and headed for Egypt. Hadad was just a boy at the time. That was parentheses voice. Got it, yeah. They set out from Midian and went to Paran, where others joined them. Then they traveled to Egypt and went to Pharaoh, who gave them a home, food, and some land. So it just strikes me here that it's not sounding like Solomon is very popular outside of his little right. you know, Enclave. Israel area. Yeah. Pharaoh grew very fond of Hadad and gave him his wife's sister in marriage, the sister of Queen Tephanes. Okay. I don't know who Queen Tephanes is. Nor do Pharaoh's I. Pharaoh's wife, I guess? Yeah. No, sure. it's his, his sister, it said. N- the sister of Queen Tephanes. I don't know who Queen Tephanes oh, is. okay. So I'm thinking Queen Tephanes is probably Pharaoh's wife. Right, yeah, yeah. And then he gave his wife's sister. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. She bore him a son named Ganubath. Genubath. Genubath. What are those? Tephanes... Raised him in Pharaoh's palace among Pharaoh's own sons. When the news reached Hadad in Egypt that David and his commander Joab were both dead, he said to Pharaoh, Let me return to my own country. Why? Pharaoh asked him. What do you lack here that makes you want to go home? Nothing, he replied. But even so, please let me return home. God also raised up Rezon, son of Eliada, 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 I don't know, Sure. as Solomon's adversary. Rezon had fled from his master, King Hadadezer of Zobah, and had become the leader of a gang of rebels. Oh, no. Not a gang of rebels. Right. I want that on a shirt. Gang of rebels. You want everything on a fucking shirt. (laughs) Fuck yeah, I do. I need all the shirts. After David conquered Hadadezer... Rezon and his men fled to Damascus, where he became king. You know what? I'm so sorry, but this is too many names of old people. (laughs) (laughs) And I already am like, what? Right, right. Rezon was Israel's bitter adversary for the rest of Solomon's reign. Oh, no. And he made trouble, just as Hadad did. Yeah. Rezon hated Israel intensely and continued to reign in Aram. Okay. Another rebel leader was... Jeroboam, 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 I don't know, son yeah. of Nabot, one, you know, Nabot, yeah. right? 
one of Solomon's own officials. Mm. He came from the town of Zeradah in Ephraim, and his mother was Zeruah, a widow. Mm. These okay. are too many people. I'm not. It's keeping a lot up. of people. I'm not keeping up with. But any basically, of this. there's people fighting. There's people ticked you know, off at Solomon. Solomon. Now. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just letting you know that when these names keep coming up, I'm not going to remember any of them. Right. Right. This is the story behind his rebellion. Who okay. is he? His um, Jeroboam. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Solomon was rebuilding the supporting terraces and rebuilding, wait, repairing, wait, what? Okay, let me try that again. Yeah. Because I'm I'm so sorry. I'm just like, there's too many names and I'm a little bit lost. So the words are floating in my eyes. Got it. Solomon was rebuilding the supporting terraces and repairing the walls of the city of his father, David. Okay. Jeroboam was a very capable young man. And when Solomon saw how industrious he was, he put him in charge of the labor force from the tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh, the descendants of Joseph. Okay. Remember? Mm -hmm. Joseph's Okay. One day, as Jeroboam was leaving Jerusalem, the prophet Ahijah from Shiloh met him along the way. Ahijah was wearing a new cloak. Because I care what he's wearing. The two of them were alone in a field and Ahijah took hold of the new cloak he was wearing and tore it into 12 pieces. Oh, 12 pieces, just like they, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's through the 12 ti- tribes. 12 tribes. Yeah, Yep. I bet. Then he said to Jeroboam, take 10 of these pieces, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I'm about to tear the kingdom from the hand of Solomon, and I will give 10 of the tribes to you. But I will leave him one tribe for the sake of my servant David and for the sake of Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. For Solomon has abandoned me and worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, Chemosh, the god of Moab, and Molech, the god of the Ammonites. Mm -hmm. He has not followed my ways and done what is pleasing in my sight. He has not obeyed my decrees and regulations as David his father did. But I will not take the entire kingdom from Solomon at this time. For the sake of my servant David, the one whom I chose and who obeyed my commands and decrees, I will keep Solomon as leader for the rest of his life. So they they mentioned that they were giving ten to this one dude, right? Mm -hmm. And one to Solomon. So where's Mm -hmm. the twelfth one? I don't know. Just gets left off on its own? or I have no idea. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? But I will... This is still dude quoting God. But I will take the kingdom away from his son and give ten of the tribes to you. His son will have one tribe so that the descendants of David, my servant, will continue to reign, shining like a lamp in Jerusalem, the city I have chosen to be the place for my name. And I will place you on the throne of Israel and you will rule over all that your heart desires. You know, this sounds like they're just things happened. Mm -hmm. They're like, how do we explain this? How do we explain that? They you got know, this, bad this, again real quick. Right, yeah. Yeah. So we got we to gotta make up an excuse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. If you listen to what I tell you and follow my ways and do whatever I consider to be right, and if you obey my decrees and commands as my servant David did, then I will always be with you. I will establish an enduring dynasty for you as I did for David, and I will give Israel to you. Because of Solomon's sin, I will punish the descendants of David, though not forever. So I still have to say this. There's still one missing tribe, and they, they covered it twice. Mm-hmm. Ten for the one dude and one for Dave, or one for uh, Solomon's son mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a missing tribe. Mm-hmm. I got to know, like, that's got to be in the Q&A. Well, I'm thinking sometimes um, Joseph's tribes are considered one. 
Okay. Like Ephraim oh, and Manasseh. Yeah, okay, okay. They're sometimes considered that could be. the tribes of Joseph. All right. So. That could be. Um, that would be my guess. But it, well, then why did, like, the symbology of, like. The 12. The symbolism of, like, 12, you know, why do they use that then? It's whichever is more convenient. Okay. You know? Yeah. Solomon tried to kill Jeroboam, but he fled to King Shishak of Egypt and stayed there until Solomon died. Okay. Which is coming up. Oh. Okay. Okay. The rest of the events in Solomon's reign, including all his deeds and his wisdom, are recorded in Solomon. What? Hold on. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) What's going on here? I'm trying to read this, and it looks like the sentence is not constructed properly. Oh, okay. The rest of the events in Solomon's reign, including all his deeds and wisdom, are recorded in Solomon ruled in Jerusalem over all Israel for 40 years. Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a recorded so there's be something, something missing there. Yeah. So I'm not sure about this translation that I'm yeah. reading here. Right. So the rest of the events in Solomon's reign, including all his deeds and wisdom, are recorded in something. Something. Right. Okay? Yeah. Uh, something's missing there. Okay. Solomon ruled in Jerusalem over all Israel for 40 years. Right. Okay. okay. It's always 40 fucking years. Uh, everything's 40. If it's not 12, it's 40. Right. When he died, he was buried in the city of David, named for his father. Then his son Rehoboam became the next king. Mm. The end. Well, this was just such a great story about Solomon. <laughs> how he was like the most magnificent, wisest, most wonderful, God-loving person on the entire planet who built these wonderful temples. And then, oh, he's shit and he had a thousand wives. Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I don't even, I, came, I can't, I can't even like. It came out of nowhere. That's such a shit story. Yeah. Like the story is just complete trash. Yeah. Like it didn't show him becoming bad over time. He just, oh, remember how he was great, but he also married a thousand women. So. Right. And there's like no lesson in it either. Like yeah. you're just like, oh, he's bad. And then he died. Yeah. There it is. That no, happened. No actual direct punishment except for to his son. Sort of, kind of, maybe, sort of. Right. But. Yeah, he was the most amazing person, and now he's not, and dead. And now he's not, and dead. That's fucking it. Yeah, very poor. I, I'm, I'm very disappointed. I'm very disappointed. I am too, because I was enjoying making fun of David and Solomon. David's son Solomon being like so perfect and whatever. Right. Yeah. No. It was. I mean, I think they should have just stuck with it instead of just like this is like when they wrapped up. Uh, what was that show that we watched? The um, the dragons and the red wedding and the. Game of um, Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, this is like when they wrapped up Game of Thrones, and it was just like, and we're 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 quitting for another show. So here's the ending. Yeah, here's, there you go. Here's an ending, real quick. Bye. Right. Yeah. yeah. Somebody just was like, okay, let's wrap this shit up. It was like the end of Lost, where they're like, just kidding, it was all a dream. Okay, right? bye. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was bad. Very bad. Very okay. bad. Painted well, themselves into a corner. They did. They they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was First Kings chapter eleven. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow we'll be back with 1 Kings chapter 12. All right. And we will see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Let's see. Uh, Solomon sucked all of a sudden. And then he had a thousand wives. He did. And he died. Well, no. That's not all that happened. The reason that he sucked was not just that he had the thousand wives. But also because he started worshipping some of their... Right, the other gods. Their uh, gods, yeah. yeah. Right. So, Molech yeah. being one of sure, them. Sure, sure. But we thought that maybe that was just a 
play to get some, you know. Like a pol- poli- political A play thing. to get some play. A play to get some play. <laughs> no, it was a political thing, I think. Sure, whatever it was. Who cares? Um, God apparently doesn't like him at the last fucking second. And, right. Oh, sorry. And now we're going to punish you, but not really punish you. Kind of a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Just, that was just the some. other part. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so that was uh, 1 Kings chapter 11. Correct. And today we are getting into... 1 Kings chapter 12. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay. First Kings chapter 12. Okay. And something else that we should have mentioned that happened was because um, what's his butt? Solomon. Solomon had um, done all this bad stuff at the last minute. Yeah. Uh, God raised up some other people. Yeah, to fight against them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't remember all their names, but I think we're getting into those. We're going to start going to war now, yeah. even though Solomon's dead. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Question mark. Solomon died at the end of the, the last chapter. Yeah, but like maybe we're gonna fill in the gaps between. Could I, be. Who knows? Could be. Like we might be doing a. No, I just I saw a couple names in the first paragraph here, and I was like, wait, who's that? Right. So I went back and looked and was like, oh yeah, that happened. Okay. So I don't remember all these names that we're about to read. Right. But they're. And I'm sure we're gonna rebels. struggle with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I will definitely struggle with them. Okay, ready? I'm ready. Rehoboam, see? Yeah. Went to Sheshem, where all Israel had gathered to make him king. All Israel. All Israel. Except for maybe that one that where he's not going to be king. The two. The two. Maybe where he's not going to be king. Who knows? Which might be Judah. Possibly, Judah, kind of. Kind of. Sort of. I don't know. Okay. Ephraim and Manasseh? Yeah, what? whatever. <laughs> when Jeroboam, son of Nebat, heard this... So we've got Rehoboam and Jeroboam. Got okay, it. Two separate people. Yeah. Okay. So when Jeroboam, son of Nebat, heard this, he returned from Egypt, for he had fled to Egypt to escape from King Solomon. Right. Because he was Joab's guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. The leaders of Israel summoned him, and Jeroboam and the whole assembly of Israel went to speak with Rehoboam. Okay. okay. Yep. Okay, I'm just making sure that you're paying attention because I am really bad at remembering names. (laughs) So I just want to make sure you're getting all this. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Your father was a hard master, they said. Lighten the harsh labor demands and heavy taxes that your father imposed on us. Then we will be your royal subjects. We're talking about Rehoboam. 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 Right. Okay. So what I want to know is Rehoboam, Solomon's son? I don't know. Maybe? I think so, but I I did a quick... But that doesn't make sense because that would be he's not rising up somebody else then. No. But then again, he did have a thousand wives, so like, who the fuck knows who well, these people are? Jeroboam is like, your dad sucked. To, right. He's saying that to Rehoboam. Right. So, like, we obviously... Did, did they say who Rehoboam's dad was or not? I think they told us in the last chapter, but <laughs> when I glanced through it, I couldn't find his name. Okay. All so, right. I don't remember. But I think Rehoboam is Solomon's son. Okay? Okay. So, Rehoboam replied, Give me three days to think this over, then come back for my answer. So, the people went away. Then King Rehoboam discussed the matter with the older men who had counseled his father Solomon. It was yeah. Okay. I just I just did a quick search because I okay. was curious. So yep yep okay. So I was right. Yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. 
go me because I have a really hard time with these. Right. So I'm really excited that I knew. <laughs> hey. I'm trying, I was trying something new, real time fact checking. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that is not easy for us. No, it's not. We are not good at that sort of thing. I need like producers and shit to like hold up signs in the window like, hey, yes. hey, fucker, yes. <laughs> look over here. It is, it is the dad, yo. <laughs> right? Okay, we got that one though. Yeah, we, we did, got it. We that, did good. Yep, check mark for us. Woohoo! Gold star. What is your advice? He asked. How should I answer these people? The older counselors replied, If you are willing to be a servant to these people today and give them a favorable answer, they will always be your royal loyal subjects. Of course, yeah. Like that's literally what they said. Yeah. Okay. So I mean Right. I mean if if okay, let's if a politician stands up and gives us a favorable answer, we'll support them. No, basically what happened was it's like if somebody off the street walked up to you and said, hey, I'm going to give you a red crayon. And then you came to me and were like, so these guys said they were going to give me a red crayon. What should I do? And then I would go, well, they said they're going to give you a red crayon. Yeah. Like, that's my advice. Right. What? What? Right, right. You're repeating back exactly what the guy said. That's not (laughs) that's not helpful here. Right. But Rehoboam rejected the advice of the older men. I don't of course want that red crayon. Right. And instead, asked the opinion of the young men who had grown up with him and were now his advisors. Mm, that sounds like a bad idea. Right? What is your advice, he asked them. How should I answer these people who want me to lighten the burdens imposed by my father? I think it's interesting that you and I, when we were talking about how rich Solomon's kingdom was, that he had to be... Like, reaping it in and taxing the fuck out of his people. Yeah, yeah. And now here we find out, guess what? He was taxing the fuck out of his yeah, people. Yeah, and he was harsh. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so these people are coming out of the woodwork now that he's dead. And yeah. they're like, um, so we want to say in this. And can we do something and, a little uh, different? Because your dad sucks. There's a lot of wealth over there, so we're going we're gonna to have a say in this, yeah. dude. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. The young men replied, this is what you should tell those complainers who want a lighter burden. <laughs> my little finger is thicker than my father's waist. Um, yes, my father laid heavy burdens on you, but I'm going to make them even heavier. Um, my father beat you with whips, but I'm going to beat you with scorpions. Um, <laughs> I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm I'm going to beat I'm, you with scorpions. I'm, I'm, I'm going to raise an army? Because fuck you. <laughs> right? Rehoboam, I bet he follows that advice. Which one you, of that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because he's an idiot, I'm sure. Three days later, Jeroboam, you know, yeah, Joab's Joe's, man. Yeah. yeah. And all the people returned to hear Rehoboam's decision, just as the king had ordered. <laughs> this should go over smashingly. Mm-hmm. But Rehoboam spoke harshly to the people, for oh he God. rejected the advice of the older counselors. <sighs> And followed the counsel of his younger advisors. Mm, yeah. That's, you know, the way to get people behind you is to, to treat them worse. And you to know? tell them, I'm going to beat you with scorpions. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he told the people, okay, hold on. I got to interrupt just for a second. It's totally off topic and a, a just completely irrelevant anecdote, okay? Okay. Okay. So when he says, my little finger is thicker than my father's waist. Yeah. Okay, so there was one time when my sister and I, we were talking to my dad and we were like complaining about my mom to him. Yeah. And instead of like listening to us at all and like hearing us out, he goes, your mom has more elegance in her little finger than either of you will ever have. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I will never forget that to this day because um, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And that's not what you tell your children. I mean, no. I guess good on him for defending his partner. I, but you're right. But you don't really need to defend that hard to your uh, you don't need children. To, you don't need to throw your children under the fucking bus right to their face and beat them with scorpions. Right. And also know? getting back to the finger versus the waist thing. Like, that's, everybody knows you're just being a dickhead. Yeah. You know, like, no, that's, you're lying. Right. You dumbass. Yeah. So, I mean, I know we're going for like a, you know, analogy here or whatever, but Mm -hmm. like, I'm just not down with it. Yeah, no, me neither. So, he followed the counsel of his younger advisors, okay? Yeah. He told the people, my father laid heavy burdens on you, but I'm going to make them even heavier. (laughs) My father beat you with whips. But I will beat you with scorpions. I want. I just. I want to. I wish video was around back then, so we could just see the faces on the crowd when he when says, he's saying this. I'm gonna beat you with scorpions. And they're going, um, who the fuck? Wh- he- uh, guys, are we more of us than did, him? How many? Did somebody do a head count? Huh? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Meanwhile, I want a shirt that says, "I'm gonna beat you with scorpions." Of course you do. <laughs> you need a fucking. I need a fucking full time worker just to make all your shirts. Mm-hmm. So the king paid no attention to the people. This turn of events was the will of the Lord, for it fulfilled the Lord's message to Jeroboam, son of Nebat, through the prophet Ahijah from Shiloh. What? I don't, I don't know if I recall that. Oh, is this the one where was, the... Was that um, the, the people are going to rise up against you all except oh, in one little place. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Right. Because Solomon sucked. Yeah. At the last minute. Well, no, it sounds more like his son sucks really fucking bad. Mm-hmm. And Solomon did suck. Solomon sucked and his son sucks even worse. Right, yeah. Yeah. Okay. When Just all... to be clear, I don't I, I feel like this is his own doing. Oh yeah, definitely. Not not God. Yeah, because clearly Solomon wasn't a dick. He made great business decisions. And, and nobody stood up against him directly. Right. Probably he had his shit in order. Right. Is my guess. Yeah, and this guy just wants to like keep doing he's, it. He's like if I get if I get more harsh, maybe I can make more money. Right. Right. Well this guy is riding on daddy's coattails. Yeah. He's the spoiled little brat that, you know thinks he knows business because he grew up with a silver fucking spoon in his mouth. Right, yeah. Um, but in this case it would have been a gold and bronze spoon. Yeah. 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 When all Israel realized that the king had refused to listen to them, they responded uh excuse you down with the dynasty of david yeah we have no interest in the son of jesse back to your homes O israel look out for your own house O david so the people of israel returned home so he just he he said those words and then he lost everybody yeah they were like and they're like fuck, fuck off you we're out wow but rehoboam continued to rule over the israelites who lived in the towns of judah King, so it was just so Ephraim and Manasseh. Okay. Yep, yep. All right. That makes sense now. Yep. King Rehoboam sent Adoniram, who was in charge of forced labor, slavery, right, to restore order. But the people of Israel stoned him to fucking death. Damn. They were not having it. No. They were like, I don't think you will, sir. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. We're just going to kill you. When the news. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, I would never laugh, honestly, at somebody getting stoned to death, but this story's funny. Right. <laughs> when this news reached King Rehoboam, he quickly jumped into his chariot and fled to Jerusalem. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, fuck. And to this day, the northern tribes of Israel have refused 
to be ruled by a descendant of David. To this day. To this day. You know, I keep saying this, but like, <laughs> we're still reading the same fucking book that says to this day. To this day. And it, it has no bearing on today. Right. Maybe they should at least change that wording. Because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. No. 90% of the time. Well, I mean, they say to this day, meaning as of 2000. I know, ago. I know. But so, like, It's supposed sure. to be relevant to this day, and it's not. Right. I think there should be some clarity there, though, because some to people are going to... To that day. Right. To the, yeah. To that day, right. not this day. Yeah. Not not this Tuesday in 2022. Right. Okay, so they have refused to be ruled, blah, blah, blah. When the people of Israel learned of Jeroboam's return from Egypt, so Joab's guy, yeah, they called an assembly and made him king over all Israel. Oh. Uh-oh. We yeah. We got two kings, dueling kings. Yep. Book of Kings. I bet he listened to their fucking advice. We're in the Book of Kings. Yeah. Kingses. Right, right. Plural. Yep. And I bet you're right. When, okay, wait, hold on. So only the tribe of Judah remained loyal to the family of David. Were they loyal or subjugated? It says loyal, but I'm going (laughs) to guess a bit of both. Right. When Rehoboam arrived at Jerusalem, he mobilized the men of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin, 180,000 select troops, to fight against the men of Israel and to restore the kingdom to himself. But God said to Shemaiah, the man of God, Say to Rehoboam, son of Solomon, king of Judah, and to all the people of Judah and Benjamin, and to the rest of the people, this is what the Lord says. Do not fight against your relatives, the Israelites. Go back home, for what has happened is my doing. Mm, Damn. God's getting involved. Yeah. So they obeyed the message of the Lord and went home as the Lord had commanded. Wow, he actually stopped killing. Yeah. He stopped them from killing each other. That's amazing. That's like one of the first times that's happened. He stopped war instead of was like, kill right? them all. Yeah. Get them. Yeah. Kill their babies and steal their wives. Even when it came to Israelites before, he mm-hmm. was like, ah, fuck it, just go to war. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a bunch of Israelites fighting each right, other or yeah. whatever. Fuck cares. Okay. Jeroboam, guy of Joab, yep, yep. then built up the city of Sheshem in the hill country of Ephraim, and it became his capital. Later, he went and built up the town of Peniel. Jeroboam thought to himself, "Mm, unless I am careful, the kingdom will return to the dynasty of David. When these people go to Jerusalem to offer sacrifices at the temple of the Lord, they will again give their allegiance to King Rehoboam of Judah. Oh, so they still have to go to, like, these Mm -hmm. people are making pilgrimages to Jerusalem. Even though they're separate kingdoms. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. He's saying they will kill me and make him their king instead. Right. He's smart. Yeah. He's like, I see the way this is going to go. Right. I know how it is for now, but it's not going to stay that way. Right. It can't stay yeah. that way. So on the advice of his counselors, the king made two gold calves. Wait, what the <laughs> fuck? The look on your face. You're like, wait, what? There's this thing called history, right? They, and they don't know history. Apparently, but like this is... The, the we know the history so obviously that story was around mm-hmm. and it got handed down and it was mm-hmm. being handed down at that point in time it's somewhere it was in the ark yeah it was in the book of instruction so, like, so Moses wrote that shit down what the fuck well let me ask you this we americans had a golden statue of trump yeah and would you not call that a golden calf well yeah <laughs> no there was a lot of jokes about it at the time that's mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. so he said to the people 
It is too much trouble for you to worship in Jerusalem. Look, Israel, these are the gods who brought you out of Egypt. What? This makes no goddamn sense. This is crazy. This is stupid. I... It's like you had the right idea, Jeroboam, and then you... You fucked it up. You didn't understand. Right. What you... No. Yeah. Instead of, like, keeping them home, he's giving them a different god. Yeah, which... You know, okay, okay, okay. Again, we don't believe in God, right? Right. Okay. I don't care. God back then was about keeping rule, Mm -hmm. order, rules and order and all that kind of shit, right? right? Social constraints. Yeah. So, I mean, the leaders didn't give a fuck who they worshipped, right? Yeah. But let's just, let's just play the game and say that they truly believed that God was God, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And Yahweh or what the fuck ever. Right. And God was powerful and did all these things in the ark and yada, yada, yada and whatever. Mm-hmm. Why in the fuck <laughs> would you ever consider Golden doing this? Like, Why? this is stupid. This is stupid. This is idiotic. And what leader, like, you're controlling 10 out of the 12 Israelite tribes, right? Right. What leader and his and his his advisors would recommend this to them to do in the first place? Let's do a mullet kind of god. What do you think? Right? Yeah. Let's, like let's do that thing that Aaron did that was bad. Like that that whole Yahweh thing's not working out. Let's yeah. just go to bulls, right? Yeah, bulls. Calves, calves. calves sorry, calves. Whatever. Right, golden yeah. ones, of course. Golden ones, yeah. I mean, yeah. It it didn't work back then, but this is you know it's a new time now. It is. It is. So it really let's is. let's give it a shot. Sure. Why not? He placed these calf idols in Bethel and in Dan at either end of his kingdom. But, hmm. of course... God, this, God didn't like it. This became a great sin for the people worship the idols traveling as far north as Dan to worship the one there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. I mean, but like, okay, again, why are people worshiping fucking golden calves? It seems know. like really stupid to me. Well, let me ask you this. Why are people saying that... Um, Trump doesn't have the nuclear information that he has. Because Fox News tells him they don't. Right. They so. didn't have Fox News. They just had this one king guy. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, what you going to do? I, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm just distraught here a little bit. Like, no, I, I totally agree with you. I see what you're saying, but you're asking... Why did people do stupid things? And I'm like, no, I, I get it. I get it. I get things. it. I, I felt like we were at a point like, you know, in earlier on in the Bible, we were they were like flip flopping gods here, there and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're like, oh, here they go. They're going to fucking worship some other bullshit again. Right. And God's going to be pissed. We and what, it felt like we were kind of getting past it that. It was almost like the Obama years when we like felt like, <laughs> oh, my God, we don't even have to think about Roe v. Wade. Right. Like, yeah. Rights are getting better every day. Yeah, everything's yeah. everything's cool. Yeah. Cool. And then, and then, but it wasn't. Right. No, it def- definitely wasn't. We got some giant, golden calves giant up fuck- in here. Like golden calves of all the fucking things. <laughs> right. Like, right. come on, man. Jeroboam also erected buildings at the pagan shrines and ordained priests from the common people. Holy shit. Those who were not from the priestly tribe of Levi. Damn. The fuck? He's just doing this all wrong. He's like, we're just going to scrap the whole thing. We got a new model. Yep, yep. New God. New God, new rules. Here we go. Yeah, right. (laughs) And Jeroboam instituted a religious festival in Bethel held on the 15th day of the 8th month in imitation of the annual festival of shelters in Judah. Huh. So he just renamed a holiday and was like, we Molech now. Yeah. Go dance. Yeah. 
They're at Bethel. 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 Yeah. There at Bethel, he himself offered sacrifices to the calves he had made, and he appointed priests for the pagan shrines he had made. So on the 15th day of the eighth month, a day that he himself had designated, Jeroboam offered sacrifices on the altar at Bethel. He instituted a religious festival for Israel, and he went up to the altar to burn incense. The end. I just... So... Okay, I, I mean, I'm basing this on my knowledge of today and, mm-hmm. and the people I know who are religious, right? Mm-hmm. Being religious, in, in my mind and what I see around me, is a very personal experience. People are very um, moved by their gods, right? Sure. So it strikes me that this is really weird. Like, I mean, how do you just get so many people on board just like overnight. one, two, three, go? Yeah, overnight you know? we're doing a new god, guys. Right. It doesn't. It just doesn't make sense to me. But I have to think that they're worshiping was very outwardly yeah like you said that the people that you know who are religious it means something to them on a very personal spiritual level right right it's very inward and this is more to affect crops and rain and and what have you yes this is not spiritual practice this is just practice practice right you know these are acts that they're doing got it Got these it. are I'm supposed to do these things to check the box. Which would which would make it to why they're not as loyal to yeah. a certain particular god. They they are just they're just people trying to get through their fucking day. Plus think about in this small area back then with the Egyptians and the Greeks and the the Israelites and think of how many different religions permeate their mm-hmm. their culture in any given, you know, year, month, whatever. Like, that they're surrounded by different gods and different cultures all the time. And think about just the common man. He's just trying to feed his family. He's just trying to not get killed. He wants his wife to not get raped. He wants his kids to just grow up. He's like, burn this here, burn that there. Yeah, yeah he's like, hey, hey, Betsy, what's, which god are we worshiping this month? Right. He's just trying to get through his fucking day. Right. So, I mean... I think it makes sense. It's not something we can wrap our minds around because we're not living in that time and we're not... Well, I think God means something different today than it did back then. It does. So that's that's part of what's hard to wrap my brain around. It was not spiritual. It was just all physical acts. It was perfunctory. Yeah. So. I mean, kind of like going to church on Sunday and you have no fucking idea what the guy up front's talking about because you've (laughs) never read the goddamn Bible. Right, which is still true, but... But people have this personal view of what their religion is. Yes. So. Yes. They, people today are much more spiritual and and they, they attribute more to God in their lives personally than these people did. Right. But I think also with that being said, that I think that a lot of people have gone away from traditional church and have gone more radical mm-hmm. in their churches. So mm-hmm. they've been given a new God. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Even in this day and age, we're giving people a new God. Sure. It is still the God of the Bible, mm-hmm. but it's still a new God also. Yep. Like we have yep. given them a new God and they are, they are fight, they are following it because someone is telling them this yep. is the right one. Yep. Yep. So absolutely. It, it's a great it, analogy, it, even as it's something completely different. Right. Right. I mean, it's the same, but different. Yeah. So. And history, I read somewhere, history does not necessarily repeat itself, but it sure does rhyme a lot. <laughs> and I really like that. I like that. that a lot. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think we can wrap that one up. This yep. was First Kings chapter 12, and tomorrow we're going to be back with... First Kings chapter 13. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. 
Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, let's see. We've got Golden Calves was there, mm-hmm. and we had Solomon's son Rohiba Midiot, and he uh, he was telling people he's going to beat him with scorpion tails or some shit. Yep. Like what a fucking idiot. Yeah, I will slap you with a scorpion. I mean, whatever you know, but <laughs> I ain't following your ass. Nope. And so, it was Jeroboam was. The guy that had the golden calves. Right. Yeah. Two kings again. Mm-hmm. So we got mm-hmm. that. Yep. There's Jeroboam and, and Ro, Rohibiaboam. Rohoboam, I think. Rohoboam. Row, row, row your boat. Damn it. Stop. That's rude. What? Why is that rude? Because, I don't know. Because I'm making fun of his name? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because if it was like Jennifer or some shit like All that. Right, fine, fine. It's Rehoboam. I'm only making fun of it because it's in the Bible. Okay, fair enough. I'm <laughs> just saying. Fair enough. All right, so that was First Kings chapter... 12. And today we are going into First Kings chapter... 13. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Hey, wife, do you like coffee in the morning? I sure do, husband. Morning, noon, night... Which reminds me, I need to add that to our grocery list because we're running low. Wait, before you do that, check out the website ungodlybrew.com where you can purchase a pound of your favorite flavor of coffee. What if I want more than one pound? Either order a larger amount or better yet, get 10% off by setting up a subscription for every two weeks or a month or whatever works for you. Did you set up something special for our listeners? You know I did. Exclusive for our listeners, get an additional 10% off subscriptions by entering the code SACRILEGIOUSCOFFEE at checkout. That's a hellishly good deal. Ungodly Brew is hellishly good coffee. Mm. Okay, First Kings chapter 13. Okay. And we got some uh, prophets up in here. As, as there usually are. I apologize for the spoiler, but it was very exciting to me. What? To see that there was going to be a prophet up in here. Oh, oh, I see. I said, sorry for the spoiler. Got it, got yeah. it, got it. Okay. Hey, at the Lord's command, a man of God from Judah went to Bethel, arriving there just as Jeroboam was approaching the altar to burn incense. Yeah. But why? Because, you know, because the the prophet's got to be like, dude. Dude. Golden calves. Golden calves. God sent me here to be like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? I mean, that's what I'm guessing. That's what I'm guessing, too. But I'm just laughing because Jeroboam is lighting incense and it doesn't even matter where he's lighting incense at. I was going to say, does this God care? Because, like, is Mm -mm. it going to kill him for, Mm -mm. you know, so maybe it's a better God. Then at the Lord's command, he shouted, oh, altar, altar, this is what the Lord says. A child named Josiah will be born into the dynasty of David. On you, he will sacrifice the priests from the pagan shrines who come here to burn incense, and human bones will be burned on you. Okay, okay. He said that. Great. That same day, the man of God gave a sign to prove his message. He said, yeah. Okay. The Lord has promised to give me this sign. This altar will split apart, and its ashes will be poured out. On the ground. Oh, wow. Very exciting. Spilled ground altar yeah. ashes. You know what? I, I'm betting because of the way they built things back then with rocks that mm-hmm. kind of split apart. I bet things that probably happened all quite a the bit. fucking time. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm just when, saying. No, I totally agree. When King Jeroboam heard the man of God speaking against the altar at Bethel, he pointed at him and shouted, Seize that man! Right, as kings do. Right. right. I've always wanted to shout that. <laughs> oh my God, someday I'm just going to be walking around like in a store. Just randomly. And I'm going to point at somebody and say, seize that man. Right, yeah. 
but you have to say it in like a authoritative a, voice, like with a British accent oh, or something. Okay, seize that man. No, I can't do it. I can't gotcha. do it. You try it. Say uh, it. I I don't I don't do British accents. So okay, just say seize that man. But seize like, that man. That was really good. See, you had so much authority. Right. Yeah. I I just can't. I have to lower my voice to do it. Got it. And then I can't get the British accent in if I'm also lowering my voice. People generally listen to me when I yell. So. They do. <laughs> Those fuckers. But instantly, the king's hand became paralyzed in that position. Oh, shit. And he couldn't pull it back. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, a wide crack, like my ass, appeared in the altar. <laughs> and the ashes poured out just as the man of God had predicted in his message from the Lord. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know about the the, the frozen hand thing, but you know. But he did predict the spillage. Maybe he just had like a just not the pointage. Maybe he just had a medical condition going on at the same time that the rocks were breaking apart, you know? I don't know. It's like when your mom, when you're a kid, and your mom says, if you keep making that face, your eyes will stick that way. (laughs) If you keep pointing at people and saying, seize that man, your finger will stick that way. (laughs) There's also the likely possibility that none of this happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. Of course, of course. The king cried out to the man of God, please ask the Lord your God to restore my hand again. So the man of God (laughs) prayed to the Lord. (laughs) That's wait, wait, he's the one yelling to seize you to yeah. probably kill mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. and you're going to like, you know... Wait, just kidding, help! Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Wait, no, wait, before I kill you, come here. Yeah. Come here right quick, I need your help. Yeah. Okay, so he, uh, the man prayed to the Lord, and the king's hand was restored, and he could move it again. Let me get this straight, though. So, God is sending people from Rehoboam's, um, whatever... And because apparently he agrees, obviously he doesn't like the golden calves, right? Mm -hmm. But implicitly he he likes um, the scorpion beatings better than the golden calves. I don't know. That could be in a different, that could be addressed in a different chapter. I'm just saying. Because this is Jeroboam's land. Right, that's true. So, I mean, I don't know. Fair enough. Okay, so he restored his hand. Um, Then the king said to the man of God, Come to the palace with me and have something to eat, and I'll give you a gift. Come to the palace? Oh, he's inviting the the, the prophet guy. Yeah, come on over, prophety guy that I was about to kill that restored my hand. Yeah, but I bet he doesn't go. Come on over. Because, like, you know, he's not... Right? But the man of God said to the king, Even if you gave me half of everything you own, I can go with you. Right. I would not eat or drink anything in this place. Yeah. For the Lord gave me this command. You must not eat or drink anything while you are there. And do not return to Judah by the way you came. Hmm. Okay. Does that mean, like, leave by a different path? Or, like, if you rode a donkey, take the train out? I mean, I guess you could interpret it either way, really. Right? Yeah. Same way. So, just either way is a different way than the way you came. Yeah, one is, like, a different direction, and the other is a different method. Right. So, that I need to know what way means. Does way mean geography? And how much of a variation exactly needs to happen? Yeah, because if we're talking geography, I mean, even, like, one slight degree is a different, quote-unquote Like, if I just, like, jog off the path for a second and come back Mm -hmm. on it, am I... I went a different way. You went a different way. So, does that count? And what if I skip out of town? Like, what if I had walked in, but then I skipped out? What if you twirl around as you're walking? Would that count? What if I had a hula hoop? 
What, what if yeah. I jumped rope into town, but then I used a hula hoop on the way out of town? What if you did cartwheels all the way? What if I was whistling in, but I yodeled out? What if you did paintings while you were walking? Does that count? Well, did you paint both in and out? Or no, were, just one were they way. different paintings? No, well, either way. Okay. It's still okay. different. You still went okay. a different, you know. Your hand's moving in different directions. What if I listened to a podcast going into town, but I listened to, like, Aerosmith on the way out of town? What if you listened to two different podcasts by us? (laughs) (laughs) What if I walked into town with a cat, but I walked out of town with a golden calf? What if you ordered Ungodly Brew on one way, but you didn't on the other way? Mm, That would be sad, because as you're leaving, you want coffee for the road. Right, yeah. So you should guys order it before you go, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like on the way. And then when you get back, it'll be there. So ungodlybrew.com, just a shitty little plug there for no fucking reason. (laughs) That was not planned, so that's why it was shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I I think uh, we've gone on enough about the different ways. Yeah. Okay, okay, sorry. I just was really curious there. Yeah. So, no, okay. I mean, that's good questions. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every that's, single one of them. I asked the hard questions. Yeah, like the, the hard queen questions. Of Sheba. Yeah. Yeah. Mine were not riddles. And they, we don't hide ours. We don't not tell you. Yeah, we don't not tell we're gonna you. We're going to ask I, you. We're going to ask the questions right here, right now. I actually want to fucking know. Yeah. So if any of y'all have the answers, please feel free to. If I stop and plank, does that count? Me. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're a twit. <laughs> Okay, so he left Bethel and went home another way. And who yeah. knows right. whether that was just, geographic or method. Right, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. As it happened, there was an old prophet living in Bethel, and his sons came home and told him what the man of God had done in Bethel that day. They also told their father what the man had said to the king. The old prophet asked them, uh, which way did he go? <laughs> so they showed their father which road the man of God had taken. Quick! Saddle the donkey, the old man said. Okay. So they saddled the donkey for him and he mounted it. Then he rode after the man of God and found him sitting under a great tree. The old prophet asked him, huh, ooh, huh, Hey, are, are you the man of God who came from Judah? Yes, I am, he replied. Then he said to the man of God, Come with me and eat some food. No, he I cannot, yeah, he no, replied. Right, no. I'm not allowed to eat or drink anything here in this place. Right. For the Lord gave me this command. You must not eat or drink anything while you were there and do not return to Judah by the same way you came. Exactly. Uh-huh. But the old prophet answered, uh, wait, though, but I'm a prophet, too, just as you are. And an angel gave me this command from the Lord. Bring him <laughs> home with you so you he can have something to eat and drink. What the fuck? But the old man was lying to him. Dueling prophets. No, the old man was I, lying. According to the Bible where God exists, sure. No, it specifically says the old man was lying to him. I know, but it's still according to the Bible. Well, yeah, but I mean, both of them are according to the Bible in the first place. Why is it so unusual that the one guy's a liar? No, I'm saying like the other prophet, we're assuming that he's not lying because God told him to do something. Oh, well, yeah, okay. I'm just saying like to call one a liar, you call them both a liar. True. Right, that's all I'm saying. Okay. So they went back together and the man of God ate and drank at the prophet's home. Mm-mm-mm, God ain't going to like that. No. He might even hit him with a um, scorpion. You think? No. Then, while they were sitting at the table, a command from the Lord came to the old prophet. He cried out to the man of God from Judah, Wait, this is what the Lord says. You have defied the word of the Lord and have disobeyed the command the Lord your God gave you. You came back to this place and ate and drank where he told you not to eat or drink. Because of this, your body will not be buried in the grave of your ancestors. Oh, damn. Na, 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 na. 
After the man of God had finished eating and drinking, the old prophet saddled his own donkey for him, and the man of God started off again. But as he was traveling along, a lion came out and killed him. Oh my God! Jesus Christ, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> what the fuck? Because you stopped for dinner at the wrong fucking house, oh a lion God. came out and killed How you. How much wrong shit has Solomon, David, and now Rohabam? Uh, like and and Jeroboam, mm-hmm. he fucking built two goddamn giant golden calf idols. Right. And I none bet, of these fuckers die. I bet neither of but them this get poor eaten prophet by a fucking lion. Stops to eat at somebody's goddamn house, and right. they're like, and nah. instead of the liar getting punished, right? He gets punished. Yeah, it's a bunch of shit. This is a bunch of shit. If you have a lot of money, apparently God doesn't punish you. Well, but if you, you don't, then wives. you get eaten by a goddamn lion. And, and isn't it still that way today? Yeah. I mean, how many people from the January sixth insurrection have been arrested, and yet the people at the top were still waiting to find out what the fuck. I don't know. I heard uh, Rudy Giuliani's up, mm-hmm. uh, kind of up shit. He's a target. Right now. Yeah. He's a target. I'm he's, happy to hear that. He thought for two seconds he was going to be some kind of witness, and he was like, "Yeah, okay." And then he found out he was a target, and he was like, Ooh. "Yeah, Ooh. yeah, it's gonna be fun." Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying this part. He's supposed to testify tomorrow. Well, today when this comes out. So, Ooh. yeah. You think he'll take the fifth, like I'm up one sure. side and down the I'm other? I'm sure. Yeah. I I like. That he always says stupid shit, though, so I really hope he says some stupid shit. I mean, at the shit. very least, we'll get some good gaps out of it. It's true. It's so. true. I hope his hair melts again. <laughs> <laughs> and I also hope he farts a lot again. That would be great, yeah. I really enjoyed those clips. I like the white eyes, you know? The what? The white eyes. You know, like oh, he's always yeah, yeah, got the yeah. fucking white eyes in the pictures. Like, no! He can't. He, he looks like he's, like, taped him open or something. He looks like he's in a constant state of, oh! <laughs> I think my favorite thing was when he was like not telling people about the text that were on his fucking phone, but then like they got it on fucking camera because he's an idiot. Because he's an idiot. I'm like, Jesus Christ. All these people. You fucking moron. I mean, I'm, I am not a crime doer, but... <laughs> and at least we have an example of what like, not to do in Rudy. I feel like if I was going to crime, I could crime so much better. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, mean the like bar is so book, fucking low. They're like comic book characters, but like not the good comics. Not like, you know, Saga or Lock and Key or like, you know, right. good comic characters. Yeah. They're like the old funny pages, you These know. These guys aren't even good Scooby-Doo villains. No. I mean, I'm just saying. They're so sad. <laughs> but, I mean, if the country wasn't falling apart and the planet wasn't going to shit, it, right. it'd be so funny. It, it could be. But, could have been. But they've really got me in a freeze as far as, like, being able to write because, like, you can't write anything stupid. Right, because they, yeah. It's no anything you could write that's stupid is no longer believably stupid because they've outstupid everything. They really have, yeah. So they killed fiction, right? Anyways, yeah. Okay, his body lay there on the road, you know, because he just got eaten by, yeah, a, by lion. a lion. I said eaten, eaten by a lion, <laughs> with the donkey and the lion standing beside it. People who passed the by, donkey and the lion were standing beside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People okay. who passed by saw the body lying in the road. And the lion standing beside it. And they went and reported it in Bethel, where the old prophet lived. When the prophet heard the report, he said, Wait, is it is the man of God who disobeyed the Lord's command. The Lord has fulfilled his word by causing the lion to attack and kill him. Then, then, 
the prophet said to his sons, saddle a donkey for me. So they saddled a donkey. Because they're about to go to Judah. And he went out and found the body lying in the road. Oh, okay. The donkey and lion were still standing there beside it, for the lion had not eaten the body, nor attacked the donkey. Wait, what? I, I have no oh, so idea. he just killed him. He like, killed the lion it. just killed him and then, and then didn't just eat stood it. there. Stood there. Do, do, do. Didn't eat the donkey or As the guy. As lions do, you know. Yeah. Lions do Yeah. So the prophet laid the body of the man of God on the donkey and took it back to the town to mourn over him and bury him. Mm. As well he should, motherfucker. I guess, yeah. He laid the body in his own grave, crying out in grief, Oh, my brother. Afterward, the prophet said to his sons, when I die, bury me in the grave where the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bones. For the message the Lord told him to proclaim against the altar in Bethel and against the pagan shrines in the towns of Samaria will certainly come true. But even after this, Jeroboam did not turn from his evil ways. What the? Okay, whatever. (laughs) Stupid gonna stupid. I, I don't. I mean... Either you believe it or you don't fucking believe it. You right, know? right. Like, there's no... They clearly don't you, believe it. You, you don't... You're either fearful of this God or you're not. Right. And... They never You're have obviously been. not or you would immediately fucking stop what you're doing. Right. They have never been fearful of this God. Right. No. So... Th- this, none of them are. No. Ever. They never have been. They never will be. Otherwise, they wouldn't go off track so much. Right. He continued to choose priests from the common people, you know, instead of the Levites. Right, right. He appointed anyone who wanted to become a priest for the pagan shrines. This became a great sin and resulted in the utter destruction of Jeroboam's dynasty from the face of the earth. The end. In what kind of time frame, though? Like, how did it happen? They disappeared. But, But how? That time. Okay. Time o'clock. Whatever. That one year. I, I hope there's more story and they don't just like, that's like a shitty fucking, like, we're we're done. Let's just, here, he's gone. He's, he's gone. He's, goodbye. Goodbye, Judah, whatever. Right, yeah, I mean. Wait, that's... that was the land of Judah, right? Wasn't it? Or no. No, that was the, that, that was the, the ten tribes. Yeah, my bad. Nothing. Yeah, no, I, that's, that's a, such a shitty way to end it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Poor Jeroboam. He's such a dumbass. I guess. I, I just feel like. People today act like they're so much more hardcore believers than these people ever were. You know what you I know mean? You know what, though? I don't... I almost, at some level, don't doubt that. No, that's what like, I'm saying. They. Oh, you, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think people today believe a lot stronger than the people in the biblical times. Which is funny, because the people in the biblical times were so fucking stupid. And supposedly they were right there with God and shit, so yeah. like hypothetically they would like they had way more reason to yeah be strong hardcore believers right but no these guys were like basically just whatever man whatever what, whatever feeds me today yeah so i'm just trying to light my candle and burn my incense for whatever reason you want me to worship this god okay great you all wait no you're not he hold on this guy's in charge we're worshiping this god tomorrow yeah okay yeah, so yeah. uh yeah just uh let's get some new statues and shit mm-hmm. okay love me some statues yeah I'm going to get statues from all the different religions just to cover all of them. Right. Yeah. Why not? And burn. Then, then, you're, burn then you're safe, right? Yeah. Burn yeah. incense at all their altars. Yeah. Every single one. We'll just leave the actual God out, though, because he only seems to be the only one with a beef about, you know, the statues. 
So then we'll cover all of our bases except for that one, and then, like, our odds are pretty good at that point. I mean, I would include him. I don't care. Whatever. He can get over himself. I guess. I guess. I mean, if I'm going to burn an altar to, like, Molech, I might as well burn some incense to Yahweh or what the fuck ever. yeah. And Elohim, since they're, you know, used to be two different guys. Right. Whatever. Who gives a shit? All right. Well, anyway, that was 1 Kings chapter 13. It was indeed. And tomorrow we'll be back with... 1 Kings chapter 14. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, There was a prophet who went to go yell at um, Jeroboam. And then um, Jeroboam had somebody trick him, and then they went to go eat, and then they got killed by a lion, and then the lion stood by a donkey, and they just stood there. <laughs> was, that, was that about it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Except I have a question. Yeah. I didn't know that the fake liar prophet yeah. was uh, set up by... Um, oh, maybe he Jeroboam. wasn't. I don't know, but whatever. But that sounds good. I like the way yeah, you said it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you said it with such authority. I, I thought it was kind of like a monotone, just like rattling off what happened. And then this happened, <laughs> and then the lion just stood there like, what? <laughs> yep, that's what yeah. happened. All right, so that was uh, First Kings chapter 13. Indeed. And today we're going into... First uh, something, what? Yeah, right. First Kings chapter 14. All right, let's go do this. Let's. Okay, so we are doing First Kings chapter fourteen. Okay, and I um, am apologizing in advance for all the names I might mispronounce. As usual. As usual. Right. But it started out with Ahija. Ahija. Ahia. Sure. Because the J. I told you before you should just pick something, go with it. Okay. Go with it. I know. Just own that shit. I'm just not. um, I'm too humble, I guess. I don't have confidence in just blundering forward regardless (laughs) i don't know all right at that time jeroboam's son abijah i like that became very sick Uh uh-oh uh-oh jeroboam's son is sick here comes some punishment huh Mm -hmm. okay let it loose not for jeroboam no but for his i mean child indirectly but you know so yeah so jeroboam told his wife Mm, disguise yourself so that no one will recognize you as my wife. Then <laughs> go to the prophet Ahijah at Shiloh, the man who told me I would become king. Take him a gift of ten loaves of bread, some cakes, and a jar of honey, and ask him what will happen to the boy. Yeah. Why Why would you need to disguise? You're just got some random streamer is going to walk in and be like, hey, what's going to happen to Jeroboam's son? Right. Like, what? I... Could only imagine a handful of people that would give a shit. And he's like a big shot, right? So, like, mm-hmm. certainly his wife is probably. She's going to put on a pair of glasses. Nobody will recognize right? her. Yeah, it's like when a celebrity just goes out and, like, puts on a hat or something. A it's hat. like, dude, come on. Yeah. I still see you, Angelina Jolie. Right? Yeah. So, Jeroboam's wife went to Ahijah's home at Shiloh. He was an old man now and could no longer see. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Well, then why the fuck does she, she need to disguise herself? I don't know. Okay. For the crowd. Uh, okay. She had right. to walk the streets, you yeah. know. But the Lord had told Ahijah, <clears throat> Jeroboam's wife will come see her 
will, I'm sorry, will come here pretending to be someone else. <laughs> she will ask you about her son, for he is very sick. Give her the answer I give you. Oh, okay. Damn. Mm-hmm. So when Ahijah heard her footsteps at the door, he called out, Come in, wife of Jeroboam! Damn. <laughs> but okay, that's, that's unfair, though. She, she didn't even have a chance to pretend. <laughs> he was like, let's not fuck around. <laughs> right, right. And she's like, plomp, plomp. Why are you pretending to be someone else? Then he told her, I have bad news for you. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is making me laugh. This prophet is enjoying himself a little too much, right. I think. Yeah. He's like, ha, ha, I know who you are. Right. He's blind tap dancing. Yeah, yeah. Give your husband Jeroboam this message from the Lord, the God of Israel. I promoted you from the ranks of the common people and made you ruler over my people Israel. Did he? Wait, what? No, when he didn't. did he it. have anything to do with it? I don't think he I did missed that. that bit. Yeah, that didn't happen. Or if it did, it was outside the scope of what they wrote about. Right, yeah. I ripped the kingdom away from the family of David and gave it to you. Oh, hold on. So, like, indirectly he did because he was going to take the kingdom away from mm. uh, Solomon's son. Okay, okay. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was punishing Solomon sure. in that last... I think you're correct. But you have not been like my servant David who obeyed my commands and followed me with all his heart and always did whatever I wanted. You have done more evil than all who lived before you. Oh, damn. Seriously? All who lived before. That's, that's pretty drastic. I call shenanigans. Right? Oh, no. I lost my place. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I was so excited about him blind dancing. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I scrolled and, yeah. and it it went to another page well, even. Somebody out there is enjoying it, right? They so. are. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> your fuck up is somebody else's great day. Your, my trash is your treasure, friends. Right. Okay, wait. Here we go. Okay. And I did great things for you, and you are so fucking evil, blah, blah, blah. You have made other gods for yourself and have made me furious with your gold calves. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, right? to be fair, you know, Aaron made gold a golden calf, mm-hmm. and he lived. He lived. So. And since you have turned your back on me, I will bring disaster on your dynasty and will destroy every one of your male descendants, slave and free alike, anywhere in Israel. Wow. I'm punishing all the people. Even the slaves who are already being fucking punished because, you know, just slaves. Just for living. Right. I will burn up your royal dynasty as one burns up trash until it is gone. (laughs) They don't so much burn trash anymore. No. Well, I mean, it goes somewhere. Yeah. They come and take it. bury it or dump it in the sea. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do. We melt it. Yeah. And let it run into the water tables. Right, yeah. 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 The members of Jeroboam's family who die in the city will be eaten by dogs. <laughs> and those who die in the field will be eaten by vultures. Oh. I, the Lord, have spoken. Hmm. Such I, a nice guy. I think he's Such saying it. Such a nice it. guy. I, the Lord, have spoken. Right. I think he's saying it like you that. Think so? Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, why else would he say that? Right. If he's not going, yeah, 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 I just like how he never gives an opportunity for redemption. He's just like immediate punishment. You're fucked! Like horrible punishment. Right, right. Not like, hey, you can you change your ways because that's not like what I said. And I know I haven't really um, been present. And so you probably thought I didn't really 
care that much. Right. But so I want to give you the benefit of the doubt here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. I'm here. Hi. Yeah, Hi. Well, I'm nice God. I'm God. The Lord, your God. Right. That one. Yeah. And you know, I did all the things and brought the people from Egypt. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm awesome. Right. And Obviously. fresh start. Okay. Yep. I'm God. You're you. You're gonna king now. The golden calves have to go. Yeah. And like now. And you know, we'll do a quick history lesson. Um, you owe me. Right. You probably yeah. don't know it because that part didn't get passed down. But you're, I'm God. I'm here now. Your so I'm ancestors you. made a covenant with me, and you have to keep it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'll give this one a pass. Sure. And, you know, like because I'm God. But and no. I can. Yeah. But yeah. no. 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 We're just, not gonna do it the smart just way. Death huh? and, and death and destruction and, and punishment. Yeah. That's that's the better way. That seems to be God's way, doesn't it? It seems to be. Hmm. Only for ignorant people. Well, I mean, honestly, right? Yeah. If if you could be a person who chooses what God to believe in, you would choose the one that doesn't punish you uh-huh, with uh-huh. stupid shit. Only only an ignorant person, I think, chooses to believe in a God that on purpose is this shitty at you. Right. I I am gonna whenever somebody says all loving God, I'm just gonna be like, oh, you mean the all punishing God? Yes, that one. What's the um all loving God's name? Because it's not. It's not this that one. That must have been Elohim because he only had like, you know, a couple Two of sentences. chapters or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Elohim is from the Old Testament. And so um, we have to make some arrangements and right. change the way we do things. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. What I think he, our God, not our God, I think the God of the Bible, like, you know, I, th- I, th- I feel like there should be like. I think there's a, an epic battle that was missed between Elohim and Yahweh. Mm-hmm. And, like, Yahweh came out on top, and then he's just, like, a dick. And, like, yeah, I beat Elohim. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all are fucked. Yep. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Back to the book. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then Ahija, is that what I had decided? I don't remember. Ahija said to Jeroboam's wife, go home. And when you enter the city, the child will die. That's mm. great. I'm very okay. excited about that. Mm. All Israel will mourn for him and bury him. He is the only member of your family who will have a proper burial. For this child is the only good thing that the Lord, the God of Israel, sees in the entire family of Jeroboam. And so he's going to kill him. Yeah. That makes lots of good sense. I, I love that this loving God kills children. But because he was so good, he's at least not going to get eaten by dogs on the street. Or lions. Yeah, or vultures. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, so at least that. You at know? least that. And he's such a good kid. You know, small wonder. Yeah, give him a good, good death. Celebrate the the daily joys right. of, of of killing kids. Yeah. Right. No, this is terrible. I hate it. In addition, the Lord will raise up a king over Israel who will destroy the family of Jeroboam. This will happen today, even now. Wow. It's happening right now. Okay. It's going. Hey. Interesting. Even as you're standing here, I got some shit stirring against you. Womp womp. You know, get going. Sucks to be you. Right. Then the Lord will shake Israel like a reed whipped about in a stream. He will uproot the people of Israel from this good land that he gave their ancestors and will scatter them beyond the Euphrates River. Hmm. For they have angered the Lord with their Asherah poles. 
that they have set up for worship. Yeah, I bet they did. Yeah. Them damn Asherah poles just never go away. Is the tribe of Judah over there going, not us, right? We're, we're good still? Are we good? We're, we got the temple over here and stuff. We so didn't do a golden calf. We're, we're okay? Yeah, I don't know. You're not going to scatter us, right? That's a that's a different part. We're not, we're right. not no, reading about them I at know. the moment, so I, I don't know. He will abandon Israel because Jeroboam sinned and made Israel sin along with him. Yeah. I mean, they had been sinning already. I don't know that Jeroboam did much to lead them one way or the other. Right, right. So Jeroboam's wife returned to Tirzah, and the child died just as she walked through the door of her home. Oh, man. Oh, my God. She didn't even get to say bye to her child. This is bullshit. Right. And all Israel buried him and mourned for him, as the Lord had promised through the prophet Ahijah. Yeah. The rest of the events in Jeroboam's reign, including all his wars and how he ruled are recorded in something. In something? Yes. We're doing it again where the sentence is like cut off. Oh, interesting. This is terrible translation that Right? I'm yeah. Boo. Jeroboam reigned in Israel 22 years. I mean, that's, that's a decent amount. I didn't, that didn't seem like it was that long. No. They didn't give him much of a story. Know, story. Right. When Jeroboam died, his son Nadab became the next king. Wait, when say that again? When Jeroboam died, yeah, his son Nadab became the next king. His son, yeah. I thought immediately his entire family and line and everything was going to come to an end. No, over time. <sighs> <laughs> you know nothing. Okay, so what was in the works uh, right then? Things. Like, uh... Things you don't know. Okay. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Okay. All you right. just. You don't worry about it. It's okay. over there. It's I, happening. Whatever. Okay? Yeah. It's in the works. I. Th- this sounds like a bunch of shit. It is a bunch of shit. And bad writing. Oh, definitely bad writing. Really bad writing. But guess what? Now we're going to go read about Rehoboam. Oh, sure. Let's just forget about all that shit we just said. Yeah. And let's move on to something else. Like, okay, we suck at this thing and we didn't actually finish the story, but no, let's go on to something else. Sure. Okay. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rehoboam, son of Solomon, was king in Judah. He was 41 years old when he became king, and he reigned 17 years in Jerusalem, the city the Lord had chosen from among all the tribes of Israel as the place to honor his name. So hold on a second. Rehoboam. Solomon's um, son. Solomon's son reigned, mm-hmm. reigned five years less time than what Jeroboam did? Mm-hmm. That doesn't. I mean, Sound much punishing? Right? Yeah, yeah, like that's weird. I have no idea. Okay. I mean, maybe he did a worse. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to hear it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give. Okay, let's find out. Rehoboam's mother was Nama, an Ammonite woman. Oh, those damn Ammonites. Mm, yeah. During Rehoboam's reign, the people of Judah did what was evil in the Lord's sight. Oh my God! Provoking his anger with their sin, for it was even worse than that of their ancestors. Oh my God! See, that's why. Told you. Okay. Told you it was bad. They did a bad. So, so both kings just really suck ass. They sucked ass. All right. For they also built for themselves pagan shrines and set up sacred pillars. And Asherah poles on every high hill. Oh, no. And under every green tree. Gemini Christmas. Every green tree? That is a lot of Asherah poles. Were there purple trees? Or did they have maybe like orange ones? Well, I think probably... Maybe pink. 
maybe they meant just like um trees that weren't flowering like there are flowering trees yeah there were even male and female shrine prostitutes throughout the land that would be my lot in life shrine (laughs) prostitute the people imitated the detestable practices of the pagan nations the lord had driven from the land ahead of the israelites let's be honest these fuckers are a pagan nation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. jesus in the fifth year of King Rehoboam's reign, King Shishak of Egypt came up and attacked Jerusalem. Oh, no. He ransacked the treasuries of the Lord's temple and the royal palace. He stole everything, including all the gold shields Solomon had made. Wow. That's high, high I mean, class th- thievery right there. I'm sure you put a lot of gold in there. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And God just let him right on in. Ransack, huh? yeah. 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 He's like, fuck you. You did his share of polls. Interesting. Yep. So, I mean, does that answer your earlier question? Yeah. Yeah. No, I assumed that uh, they were living, you know, better for God because yeah. they got the temple and shit. But nope. obviously not. Nope. Gold means nothing. Uh, right. King Rehoboam later replaced them with bronze shields as substitutes. <laughs> and he entrusted them to the care of the commanders of the guard who protected the entrance to the royal palace. So they weren't nearly as rich as they used to be. Nope. Because he replaced they them with bronze. bronze. Yeah. yeah. Whenever the king went to the temple of the Lord, the guards would also take the shields and then return them to the guard room. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of lock your car doors and lock right. your house at night. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of the events in Rehoboam's reign and everything he did are recorded in... God, I've got to find a different translation because the sentence just ends once again. Right. There was constant war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam. When Rehoboam died, he was buried among his ancestors in the city of David. Okay. His mother was Nama, again, an Ammonite woman. Yeah, we mentioned right at the beginning. Then his son Abijam became the next king. The end. There's just, like, no fanfare for these two kings. No, Like, they're like, nothing. and they lived and died, and they, they did, sucked. They did bad things. So, they you know, sucked. there's that. We punished them and the people, and it's going to get worse. Right, the end. yeah. The end. Um, I think that we need to make a note and figure out what these were bar- they, these things were in, where those sentences ended. Mm-hmm. Because it was in both king for both kings. Yeah, they were really in weird. what? Right, they what were, were in they what? in? So we need to look that up and like it, maybe even just the next episode, like be like, yeah. okay, this is what it was. So yeah, yeah, I um, agree. Let's try to remember that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. I yeah. don't know why. I mean, we've not had any problems thus far. Right. Now right. all of a sudden, like entire sentences are just chopped off. Right. Yeah. That's shit. It really is. Fucking interwebs. <laughs> all right. Well. Um, yeah, kings were shitty. Mm-hmm. And they're dead now, and their sons are taking over. Yep. And okay. I bet their sons are even worse. They're probably shitty, too. Yep. Yep. All right. So that was First Kings chapter 14. Yep. And tomorrow we will be getting into... First Kings chapter 15. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, let's see. God killed a kid that was sick... And mm-hmm. punished slaves because the kings were bad. Yes. And left them on this earth to do bad things again. Yes. But killed and, and hurt other people. Yes. But okay. then both kings died. Right. And their sons took over. Oh, and they're shrine prostitutes. Yes. There yeah. are shrine prostitutes. Yeah. 
That's exciting stuff. Right. Yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. So that that was the gist And, of, oh, there's also a share of polls, like, galore. Right, right, right. Yeah, those those Israelites, they are not worshiping Yahweh. Yeah. Not I just got to say, a little. Um, we're watching Moon Knight, finally. And, yeah. And um, they're going over those particular Egyptian gods, and they are as stupid as the gods in this Bible. And it, it makes me feel like okay that makes sense they're not all powerful they're just not right including right. this one in the bible even though he's not an egyptian but god but sometimes he is all powerful he's not he killed all of humanity other than um noah once he didn't i'm it just was saying a localized flood right that. no none of it's true but i'm just saying that we're taking that at the bible's word that's all but we're taking it at the word of dum-dums who didn't know the map so right okay. i'm just saying like these gods, like the ones in the show, they can't even keep up with the people. They, There's a guy in their chambers fucking lying straight to their god faces, and they don't know right. that he's lying. And then the guy is, like, talking to one of the gods as an idol, and even though he's doing so in the chamber of the gods, they, they don't overhear him. Right. So, right. I'm sorry. No. These gods are all dumb. Like, God. you can blow wind and you can change the sky, but you can't keep up with one person doing bad things. Fuck off. It's because gods don't actually exist. No, I know. Right. I know. So, anyway, that was First Kings chapter 14. Yes. And today we're getting into... First Kings chapter 15. All right, let's do this. Okie dokie. Okay, First Kings chapter 15. Okay. We're about to talk about Abijam. Abijam, huh? And that is Rehoboam's son. Ah. Okay. Okay. And he's the one that took over for his father. So after should we start died. taking bets? Is he shittier or better? I bet he's worser. You think worser? Worser. How much worser? More badder. How much badder? Um, way badder. Way badder? Because we don't know his name. Hey, so. badder, badder. <laughs> so we badder, badder, badder. Yes. All right. Yes. Anyway. I think he's badder. What do you think? I well, I'll take the the you know whatever the the opposite bet? the opposite one. Yeah, you Why think not? he's good? I'll go oh with my. I'll go with better than Roho, Roho, Rehoboam. Rehoboam. Man, I would not take that bet. <laughs> I mean, Rehoboam was whipping them with fucking scorpion tails. He was. So he I don't was. know. Now you're assuming it's scorpion tails. It might have been whatever. scorpion faces. Sure. You don't know. He's scorpions, regardless. Yeah. 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 A behem. Abijam, I forgot. How did I decide to say it? I don't remember. Abijam began to rule over Judah in the 18th year of Jeroboam's reign in Israel. Yeah. He reigned in Jerusalem three years. His mother was Makkah, the granddaughter of Absalom. Okay. okay. Remember them guys? Yeah. He committed the same sins as his father before him, and he was not faithful to the Lord his God as his ancestor David had been. So just same. Same. Right out there. It's, yeah. And he only yep. ruled for three years? Yeah. Is it just to, like, fill the gap when mm -hmm. Jer Jeroboam was, like, done yeah, too? I think so. Okay. But for David's sake, the Lord his God allowed his descendants to continue ruling, shining like a lamp. And he gave Abijam a son to rule after him in Jerusalem. I feel like it's more like a candle that's about to go out constantly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
Why did he love David so much? I don't fucking know. David was done. Oh, you know what? Speaking of David, mm-hmm. it just occurred to me like two days ago mm-hmm. when I saw a picture of some nuns posing in front of the statue of David on uh-huh. Twitter. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. And this. I was like, oh, you know, he's naked. The statue is and naked. It, it never, I never knew. And, and it just now occurred to me that, you know, he went dancing through the streets naked. Yeah. And like, yeah. okay, so there's a reason that David's naked statue, you know? Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It, it makes some sense That's a little funny. bit. That's funny. I just, I didn't ever know why David was naked, you know? Like, why they gotta have that naked statue all right, the time. Right, right. But now it, it kind makes, of makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. He was dancing. Right. He was a naked dancer. He was a naked dancer. I gotta tell you, I would not want to dance naked. <laughs> 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 and I certainly would not want a fucking statue of me doing so. Right, right. For David had done what was pleasing in the Lord's sight and o- had obeyed the Lord's commands throughout his life, except for in the fair uh, concerning Uriah the Hittite. Right, you know. except for that. Except for that. It so he did. It seemed like there was a couple other things too. He had a lot of people killed. Yeah. And he there were some questionable things. He was a shitty ruler. Right. Yeah. I don't I don't have a list of it all, but I mean He was a bad husband, he was a bad father, he was a bad ruler. Right. He just wasn't great. I I do feel like I could have a list of, mm-hmm. you know, multiple many things that yeah. he was not good at. Yeah. So, not cool. And probably were not, you know, in God's favor. Right. Even. Yeah. So there was war between Abijam and Jeroboam throughout Abijam's reign. Wait, I thought God told him to knock that shit off. He did. Okay. He didn't listen. I guess they just, yeah. Yeah. They don't, like, they don't ever listen. Right, yeah. The rest of the events in Abijam's reign and everything he did are recorded in blank. What the That's fuck? That's going to be in my Q&A tomorrow. What is going on? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to find out tomorrow okay. what all those missing in... They're recorded in something. Got it. Okay. There was constant war between Abijam and Jeroboam. When Abijam died, he was buried in the city of David. Then his son Asa became the next king. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Asa began to rule over Judah in the 20th year of Jeroboam's reign in Israel. He reigned in Jerusalem 41 years. Damn. Oh, wow. His grandmother was Makah, the granddaughter of Absalom. Asa did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight, as oh. his ancestor had done. Oh. Oh, they got see, a good you bet on the again. wrong guy. Yeah, I bet you on, bet the, on yeah. the wrong son. Right. He banished the male and female shrine prostitutes from the land <laughs> and got rid of all the idols his ancestors had made. I mean. Damn. That's shocking, honestly. As far as, you know, worshiping God goes, good on him, I guess. Yeah. So. He even deposed his grandmother, Macaw, from her position as queen mother because she had made an obscene Asherah pole. Oh, no. Damn. He cut down her obscene pole and burned it in the Kidron Valley. Wow. Why did you take it to a valley to burn it? Because it was the Kidron Valley. But couldn't you just burn it outside? Like, no, just he right had to, where it was? He probably had to take it outside of town and do a whole ceremony about it. Maybe, or it was, maybe he concealed it and took it to the valley so that no one else would know. That the queen mother had an Asherah pole. Well, I'm betting that they either had a specific place that they burned their poles to get rid of stuff, or maybe it was where they buried their trash. Like, okay. I'm betting that there was a reason. This is like their uh, mound of uh, shit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Although the pagan shrines were not removed, 
Asa's heart remained completely faithful to the Lord throughout his life. Mm, He brought into the temple of the Lord the silver and gold and the various items that he and his father had dedicated. Because you know how the Lord loves that silver and gold. He loves that silver and gold. Silver Silver and gold. Right. See, it's in the song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was constant war between King Asa of Judah and King Basha of Israel. Oh, Basha. Basha. King Basha of Israel invaded Judah and fortified Ramah in order to prevent anyone from entering or leaving King Asa's territory in Judah. Ah, you gotta Damn. protect, you know, you gotta keep those, uh, keep those golden calves safe. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah. Asa responded by removing all the silver and gold that was left in the treasuries of the temple of the Lord and the royal palace. He sent it with some of his officials to Ben-Hadad, son of Tibr- Tebrimen, Tabrimen, son of Hezion, the king of Aram, who was ruling in Damascus, along with this message. Okay. Let there be a treaty between you and me, like the one between your father and my father. See, I am sending you a gift of silver and gold. Break your treaty with King Basha of Israel so he will leave me alone. Mm. He's trying to take over mm-hmm. one of the other guy's allies. Yeah. Okay. Ben-Hadad agreed to King Asa's request and sent the commanders of his army to attack the towns of Israel. Oh, wow. They conquered the towns of Ijon, Dan, Abel-Beth-Makkah, and all Kinnereth, and all the land of Nephtali. Oh, no. As soon as Basha of Israel heard what was happening, he abandoned his project of fortifying Ramah and withdrew to Tirzah. Then King Asa sent an order throughout Judah requiring that everyone, without exception, help to carry away the building stones and timbers that Basha had been using to fortify Rama. Oh, man. That's going to suck for him. Yeah. Asa used these materials to fortify the town of Jeba in Benjamin and the town of Mizpah. The rest of the events in Asa's reign the extent of his power, everything he did, and the names of the cities he built are recorded in the Book of the History of the Kings of Judah, or Israel. Oh, is that the book then? In this, this, in this time they said case, the, we got in a the book. whatever, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. In his old age, his feet became diseased. Oh, man. I bet he had diabetes. Sounds like it. When Asa died, he was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. Then Jehoshaphat, Asa's son, became the next king. Okay. Nadab, son of Jeroboam, began to rule over Israel in the second year of King Asa's reign in Judah. This is way too many fucking kings and We're getting times overlapping. And, like when they ruled and how they ruled. Yeah. Who fought who and like and now to the next set of kings and right. now to the next set of kings. Exactly. He reigned in Israel two years. But he did what was evil in the Lord's sight and followed the example of his father, continuing the sins that Jeroboam had led Israel to commit. Okay. Then Basha of Ahijah from the tribe of Issachar plotted against Nadab and assassinated him while he and the Israelite army were laying siege to the Philistine town of Gibbethon. All right. Basha killed Nadab in the third year of King Asa's reign in Judah. And he became the next king of Israel. I'm going to need a fucking flow chart. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is like just going in one ear and out the other. Right? So like, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I would fail a quiz. Definitely uh, would fail a quiz. I'm not studying this. No, I can't. I can't keep track it's, of it all. 
too. This guy did this, and then he died. It doesn't really seem all that relevant either. Like they're just going from one king. Like basically, yep, there were some good kings that ruled longer, and then there's some shitty kings, and and then there's some other good kings. Yeah, and then there's shitty kings. Yep, and they kept being at war with each other. Yeah, and then some of them made allies occasionally, and they sent Mm -hmm. gold away and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then. You know, they did stuff. They kept doing stuff. Right. Them they, kings kept kinging. They kept kept kinging, yeah. King's gonna and, king. And God punished other people. Yep. So. He immediately slaughtered all the descendants of King Jeroboam, so that not one of the royal family was left, just as the Lord had promised concerning Jeroboam by the prophet Ahijah from Shiloh. Well, thank God we fulfilled that thing that God mm-hmm. needed done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very important good, stuff good right there. Good prophecy right. filling. Slaughtering people, you yep, know? Yep, yep. Woohoo! This was done because Jeroboam had provoked the anger of the Lord, the God of Israel, by the sins he had committed and the sins he had led Israel to commit. Mm-hmm. The rest of the events in Nadab's reign and everything he did are recorded in blank. The, that book that they mentioned probably, earlier, probably. Probably, I'm going to look that up. Right, but like, what's going on here? Maybe it's just the thing you're using to read. Like, maybe we... That's what I'm saying. Maybe we should abandon it because it's just suck. It could be. So. It could be. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to look it up and see what I can find out. Okay. All right. There was constant war between King Asa of Judah and King Basha of Israel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A couple sentences left here. All right. Basha, son of Ahijah, began to rule over Israel in the third year of King Asa's reign in Judah. Basha reigned in Tirzah 24 years, but he did what was evil in the Lord's sight. Damn it. And followed the example of Jeroboam, continuing the sins that Jeroboam had led Israel to commit. The end. I felt like we just read that same exact fucking sentence. It was a different guy. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, it was a different guy. And they were all bad. The all end. Right. Yeah, all bad. And that was Except that. Except for a couple good, but who cares? Sure. Whatever. I don't even really have anything to say at the end here. I know. Just Okay, so that was First Kings chapter 15. Yep, it sure was. <laughs> That's what happened then. And tomorrow we're going to have our Q&A? Tomorrow we're going to have our Q&A, and then on Sunday we'll have our Sacrilegious Book Club, and also our weekly replay and then on Monday, we'll be back with First Kings chapter 16, which will hopefully be less boring. Yeah, yeah. All right. We will see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you know what today is? It's Q&A. Q&A Saturday. Yeah, that. It's Q&A Saturday. <laughs> yep, it Why sure is. Why did you say Q? It, today is I thought you were going to finish it up. I was going to let you finish that up. Q&A. You know, the, start the song right away. I, I, didn't, I didn't really, you know, lead you into it very well, I no, guess. No, you so did it wrong. I'm sorry. You did it wrong. Yeah. Let's but I, I need some credit, though. It's my birthday. It is your birthday. Not, not when you guys hear this, but, you know, the night that we're recording it. So. Right. Yeah. But let's try it again. Okay. So do you know what today is? Today is... What's, what is today? Today is Q&A Saturday. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And... Today we are queuing. What the fuck is um, up with all those places where um, my, the, the sentences didn't end? Yeah, they just didn't right? end, yeah. and it always had to do with it's written in something. something. But something. They, they did say something one time. One time. Yeah. Yep. And so we're going to talk about what those somethings are. Okay. Is it something? It is something. It is something. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And is that all we're talking about today? Um, that's all we're going to talk about today because uh, a lot of else stuff got into chronicles and i don't uh, want to do that yet okay 
So right. I averted my eyes and was like, nope. Okay, so let's go find out what this shit was written in. Let's do it. Hey, wife, do you like coffee in the morning? I sure do, husband. Morning, noon, night. Which reminds me, I need to add that to our grocery list because we're running low. Wait, before you do that, check out the website ungodlybrew.com where you can purchase a pound of your favorite flavor of coffee. What if I want more than one pound? Either order a larger amount or better yet, get 10% off by setting up a subscription for every two weeks or a month or whatever works for you. Did you set up something special for our listeners? You know I did. Exclusive for our listeners, get an additional 10% off subscriptions by entering the code SACRILEGIOUSCOFFEE at checkout. That's a hellishly good deal. Ungodly Brew is hellishly good coffee. Okay, first I have to say that um, First Kings and Second Kings, mm-hmm. much like First and Second Samuel, uh, used to be one book before it was split into two for length. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think we knew that, but now we do. Yeah. I mean, I would have assumed it. Um, sure. I think Chronicles is much the same way, but I'm not into Chronicles yet. So someone I'm, was like, "This chapter's too long." It's too long. Or this book's too long, or whatever. Too long. Just make it two. Cost of rent is too damn high. <laughs> so I mean, it's true. It is true. It's always been true, but right. it's really it's true. It's really true now. Okay, so the thing that we kept running into that wasn't listed, yeah, is called the uh, Chronicles of the Kings. Okay, which is a book. Okay, is it an actual book? It's an actual missing lost book oh sure of course it's fucking missing no 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 no, no. this gets so involved like, okay okay right. yeah so i'm gonna read you this sentence okay yeah the book of kings refers to the chronicles of the kings but it is not referring to the book of chronicles okay and then in chronicles it references a book of kings but it's not talking about the Book of Kings. Okay. Okay. All right. So Kings talks about Chronicles, and Chronicles talks about Kings. Jesus, but this they're isn't not talking at about all. each other. The fuck? Do you, Do you understand? I I think I understand, but damn, that's like really fucking confusing. One of them is about uh, the history of the kings of Judah, and the other is the history of the kings of Israel. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. And, and they did actually exist. Um, the book of King, the book of the Kings. You mean the books actually existed? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, they actually existed. Okay. Um, they are just lost to time. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but the book of the Kings is parallel to the book of the Chronicles of the Kings. Okay. Okay. It is referenced forty-five times in the King James Bible, with a forty-sixth reference to it in the book of Ezra. Okay. Which is one of those books that is in Catholic Bibles, but not ah, Hebrew okay. Bibles. Gotcha. Okay? Yeah. And it was either not included in the corpus of the biblical text, or it was removed at some stage. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So that's why it's lost to us. Okay. Okay? Got it. So it's referenced. These guys back then wrote about it. I got it. Okay. And what I forgot is that First and Second Kings is the last of... The Deuteronomistic, Deuteronomistic, mystic. Thank you, history. Yeah. Um. So once we finish this, we're at the end of that period of so those people Kings, putting things the together. The Kings books are the end of the Deuteronomistic history. Mm-hmm. Okay. Along with those lost books that are referenced. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. 
And it's these are one of several non-canonical books referenced in the Bible. So there's a bunch more. They're probably the not lost. I bet they're in the fucking Vatican archives somewhere. They probably are, <laughs> but it doesn't really matter because we don't know. Right, You right. know, and at this point, they wouldn't be accepted. True. Um, this book is listed as one of the top ten most important ancient documents lost to history by the Smithsonian Magazine. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. There's a really interesting article on it that I read, and it was so cool. And there was stuff in there that I had never heard of. Huh. And highly recommend everybody give that a read. Yeah. Okay? That's really neat. So I'm going to talk a little bit about each of those two books. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So the one that's about Judah is yeah. the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah. And it gives a more detailed account of the reigns of the kings of the ancient kingdom of Judah that appears in the Hebrew Bible. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Judah talks about Judah. Right. Kings right. of Judah. Yeah. It is not believed to be the books of Chronicles, you know, because it right. talks about yeah. Chronicles, but it couldn't be what we know of as the book of Chronicles because it's implied by the writer of the books of first and second Kings that it could be used as a significant supplement to the writings contained in that book itself. Got it. And the books of Chronicles like first and second chronicles yeah it, it doesn't add any of that information okay that it says it would right so right. clearly they're referring to some other book okay okay right. yeah and there is also a discrepancy in the dates of certain events which i don't hold that as proof of anything sure. because they've done that fucked up thing before right right um this text is sometimes called the book of the chronicles of the kings of judah or the book of the annals of the kings of Judah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about the one with Israel and it is very similar. Okay. okay. The Chronicles of the Kings of Israel gives a more detailed account of the reigns of the kings of the ancient kingdom of Israel than that presented in the Hebrew Bible and may have been the source from which parts of the biblical account were drawn. Huh. So it didn't just reference this one. It also utilized it for information. Gotcha. Yeah. The that is, sounds really the important. One. Yeah. Right? Both of these are pretty fucking important. Yeah. The book was likely compiled by or derived from the kings of Israel's own scribes hmm. and is likely the source for the basic facts presented in the Bible. Interesting. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. The text, this one is sometimes called the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel or the books, the book of the annals of the kings of Israel. Got it. So just like the other one. Okay. Yeah. So Kings talks about chronicles. Chronicles talks about kings, but neither are talking about the kings and chronicles as we know them in the Bible. Got it. Isn't that interesting? It really is. Yeah. So here's another lost book. Okay. Wow. Another that one. That talks about Judah and Israel. Okay. Another lost book dealing with the reigns of the kings of ancient Israel is the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. Hmm. Okay. This book is referred to in Second Chronicles. Okay. So we're not there yet. Right. And maybe the same as the other two chronicles named in Kings. So the ones that we've already read so far. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where well the missing The missing things. words, yeah. Yeah, the missing words. So references to the chronicles appear in the book of Kings and imply that the description of the reign of the kings of Israel presented in the Bible is only a brief summary. So what we're reading seems tedious and stupid. Yeah. But this other book is supposed to go into great detail. 
Got it. Okay. Okay. So we're missing out. Right. Because what we're reading is just the brief summary. I gotcha. A fuller account would be found in these missing chronicles. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And as to why these titles of these books are missing in the thing that we're reading. Yeah. I could not find any explanation for that. Okay. Um, they I, shouldn't be missing. Though. They shouldn't be missing. So it's just the, the, so the place where we're reading that is not I'm correct. wondering if maybe they meant to put links in and uh, neglected to do so and forgot that right. there were words that were supposed to be there. Okay. All right. But they all the words that are missing are these books. Got it. Okay. And I went through and made sure that, that I wasn't just, you know. Right. Losing <laughs> think, it. And, yeah. yeah right. Like, what? So I had to go through, like, two different translations um, to make sure that every, th- every time I had missing words in what I'm reading, that right. it was one of these books. Okay. All right. So there are tons of missing books. Um, if you go to Wikipedia, you can actually pull up a wiki of a list of books missing from the Bible. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And some like of books them... that are referenced throughout the Bible that yes. are not anywhere to be found. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. That okay. very likely existed and that were probably supposed to be part of this. Right. And for whatever reason, um, kings later on removed them sure. or um, they got untranslated out or something. That's like, kind of sad. Know. Like, I mean, you know, it, the Bible is very... Um, it, it's got an overarching view of what they want us to know, right? Right. It would be neat to be able to um, source it against these other compendiums of, uh, mm-hmm. of information just exactly. to see how everything matches up, what they're taking from it. Like, it would offer such a richer view of what we're reading if we could access those things. That exactly. would be so cool. But we can also get a view of what people were thinking at the time by thinking about what is missing, Right. You know what I mean? That tells us something, too. Kind of like sometimes silence speaks a thousand words. Sure. Yeah. So there's there's that as well. But this just goes to the fact that whenever we're reading this, we're reading what they said happened at the time. Right. What they want us to believe happened at the time. Yep. And then what was happening at the time they were writing it. Right. And those are all three different things. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we see these books missing that just adds to that whole ball of what the fuck is them right right which i just found that so interesting yeah no that's really cool right yeah was that uh was that the gist of what we had to go over today that's the gist kings talks about chronicles chronicles talks about kings and neither of them are the kings and chronicles that we know in our bible and the moral of the story kids is don't burn books Don't burn books, y'all. Because you never know, in a thousand years, somebody might be missing out on something. Right? So just, you know, keep all the books. Keep all the books. All of them. I mean, we keep all the books. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we do. (laughs) (laughs) We have so many fucking books. It's kind of sad how many books we have, honestly. We love books, though. We do love books. Books are awesome. Books are awesome. You know what? We love old books, too. Oh, how? Old books are awesome. Old books are awesome. Especially Isaac Asimov books. Yes. I'm just saying, like, before we ever got into the Bible thing, Mm -hmm. like, we were already collecting hardbound editions of old Isaac Asimov books. Yep. So, like, the fact that we were able to find, for our book club thing that we're doing on um, Sundays, Mm -hmm. the hardbound version of the Bible thing that he wrote was just, like, icing on the goddamn cake. Right. It was amazing. It 
Yeah, I'm really happy. That was a good find. Right? You did good, babe. You yeah. did it good. Books are awesome. Books are good. Yep. All right. Well, that's all we had today for our... Uh, Q&A. Yeah. Q&A. Which... Saturday. I fucked that there one you, up. You really did. Yeah, I pointed at you and everything. I like, know. You know you sorry, 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 sorry. You should have been right on that. Apologies. Um, just a quick note here since we're kind of having a shorter episode. But I, just to remind everybody, we will be at the Kentucky Free Thought Convention on September. Saturday, September 3rd. Isn't it 23rd? No, it's, it's third. the 3rd. The third, you guys. <laughs> don't listen to me. I don't know numbers. And we will have a table there um, for Sacrilegious Discourse and UngodlyBrew.com. Yep. Um, and if you mention, if you are there and you mention that uh, you heard about this on our podcast, we, as long as we still have supplies, we'll have a free sample of Ungodly Brew coffee for you. Yeah. So please go there and get tickets from their website. Just look up Kentucky Free Thought Convention. And I think it's ten dollars online or fifteen at the door. Yep, you got it. Um, so yeah, get get in there, come see us, some, see some great speakers, and uh, we'll all have a good old time. Good old time. All right, we'll see you guys um, tomorrow, tomorrow for the. Oh, what is tomorrow? Tomorrow what is, is tomorrow? Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. And that's when we do Sacrilegious Book Club. <laughs> right. And our weekly replay. Definitely. All right, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Guess what we're doing. I know what we're doing. Sacrilegious book club. Yeah, that. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We are still in the book of Exodus of Asimov's Guide to the Bible. Yeah. And today we are covering pages 130 through 142. Sounds great. Let's go do this shit. Okie dokie. Okay, so remember last time we were discussing which pharaoh may have been the one that was the pharaoh of the oppression? Yeah. And we decided that it was probably Ramses II. Right. Okay. Yeah. So now, starting on page 130, we're going to talk briefly about the pharaoh of the actual exodus. Okay. Like, who was that guy? Right. Okay. Yep. If Ramses II was the pharaoh of the oppression, then Merneptah was probably the pharaoh of the exodus. Got it. And the Israelites likely departed Egypt while it was distracted by European um, invasions, invaders. So they snuck on, out the back door. Kind of. It would have been European invaders on one side and Asian invaders on the other. So... Um, Egypt's hold on Canaan was broken during this time. And so that would have been when they most likely did their little exodus. Sure. And they were like, uh, we're just going to go over here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, um, to quote Asimov, the Israelites in their drive to conquer Canaan had to face only the native Canaanites and not a powerful Egyptian army. Because they were all preoccupied. And because they'd already been beaten down by the time the Israelites faced them. Right, right. So that's that. Okay, so it was an opportune time. It was an opportune time that also gave them great opportunity later. Got it, yeah. So that's that section. Next is Horeb, page 131. Okay. And that's the mountain that is used synonymously with Mount Sinai. Oh, okay. So that's, you know, the... The Sermon of the Mount or the Mount of the Sermon that um, Moses went up and did his thing on. Yeah. Um, The Mount Horeb is mentioned 
a couple times, but um, it's also referred to as Mount Sinai. Okay. So those are those two things. Got it. Okay. Yep. Um, we have decided that it's definitely not located in Canaan, and it's likely not even actually located in Sinai. It's probably Mount Seir, but whatever. So just just a slight thing here. Mm-hmm. Sermon on the Mount was Jesus. Oh my bad. So I, I just wanted to clarify that because I was like, <laughs> I was, I threw me off a little bit when you said it, and I was like, I, I need to check that real quick because I think that's wrong. Remember how I'm talking out of my ass? Yeah, right. Yeah. That happened just then. Right. Good catch. Good catch. Yeah. So that that's not sorry. Nice. That was not a sermon on the mount. No. That was um, Moses going up and talking to God and bringing the tablets down. And bringing down. the tablets down. Right. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, that happened in um, Mount Horeb, aka Mount Sinai which is not in Canaan and is probably uh, not even in Sinai itself, oh. like the city of or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it's probably Mount Seir, but then I just wrote, but whatever. Right, who fucking cares? There's right. A, there's a mountain somewhere. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter what we call it now because at this point, even if we find out where it actually was, tradition will dictate that it is where we say it is, right. not where it actually was. Right. So the tallest of a range of mountains in Sinai is a peak called Mount of Moses. Okay. Because they just were like that. It's, That's one. It's That's those. one right there. Yeah. yeah. So once again, tradition spits in the eye of facts and thereby obscures actual history. Womp womp. Right. I'm so so, I mean, I call me shocked. You know. It 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 be what it be. Right. So, the next section is Jehovah, page 134. Okay. So, you see that I jumped from page 131 to page 134. That is a huge leap. Right. I mean, in terms of, like, three pages just to talk about that fucking mountain. Yeah. And I summarized it in, like, three sentences. (laughs) So, I saved you. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. Is what I'm saying. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, on Mount Horeb, a.k.a. Mount Sinai, God speaks from a bush that is burning steadily without being consumed, right? Like, right. that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. God tells Moses that his name is, do you remember? Not exactly. The Great I Am. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. So, God tells Moses that his name is, and then I have a whole list of things that it could possibly have been translated to, because we don't know which translation is actually correct. Ah. So, it's... I am that I am, or I am who I am, or I am what I am, or I will be what I will be. Something what about like I that. am what I am? That is Popeye, yeah. and not God or Moses. So, you know, fuck off. Got it. So anyways, the people are unimpressed when Moses and his brother Aaron relate this whole story to them. Yeah. So they climb back up the mountain, and God tells Moses that his name is also... Y-H-V-H. Right. Right? And we don't know what that means either. So, it could be Jehovah, or the Lord, or Adonai, or most likely Yahweh. Right. And we hear all of those in church now because they've just adopted all All of of them. them. Right, yeah, just collect them all. They're just, yeah, exactly, like Pokemon. Right. God's names are like Pokemon. Yeah. Okay, so that's that section. The next section is Aaron, page 135. Good old Aaron. Good old Aaron. And in this chapter, there is a whole bunch of um, genealogy listed. 
Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So Moses and Aaron were of the tribe of Levi. Yeah. And the priesthood was eventually combined to descendants of Aaron. So the term Levite is synonymous with priest. Got it. And right. It, that yeah. Makes I mean, sense. that's yeah. Right. So I, um, for two seconds, started to write down all of these names, and then I realized I don't fucking care because it doesn't matter. Right. So. Anyways, that happened. There's a whole list of genealogy yeah. of how we get from names that we never used. There weren't stories about them all the way down to Moses and Aaron. Got it. Okay. 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 So the next section is the magicians of Egypt on page 136. Okay. Okay. And this is exactly what I wrote. Ugh. So after that boring genealogy report, back to the story, right. which is exactly what happened. <laughs> and that's kind of a summary of what um, Asimov actually wrote. Got it. So, yeah. but mine is better. <laughs> so Moses and Aaron tried to impress Pharaoh by turning a rod into a serpent. Yeah. But Pharaoh thinks it's just a trick, so he's super unimpressed. Right. And then Pharaoh tells his magicians to duplicate what he calls a parlor trick, but of course they can't. Right. Okay? Yeah. Now, this part was really super interesting to me. Based on a brief passage in Second Timothy, which I think is New Testament stuff, so we're like way long from sure. that. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So based on a brief passage in Second Timothy, there's a Jewish legend which states that the magicians' names are probably Janus and Jambres. Okay. And that they were so impressed by Moses that they eventually joined the Israelites, but they died in the course of the Exodus. Oh, wow. But that's just a Jewish legend. Sure. Okay, so okay. it's just a story. Right. And I thought that was really cool. Like, we have potentially their names based on this legend. Right, right. Or based on a line from Timothy that has these names. Right. But these names were clearly added at some point later because there are no other names that are even similar at all to that kind of name during that time period. Got it. So those names are anachronistic. Got it. And they can't possibly... They were they were added whenever um, that portion of the Bible was written. Right, right. Okay. Okay. So next section is Passover, page 138. You mean the great murdering of children? Exactly that. Yeah. Yes, yes. So Moses and Aaron bring a series of disasters upon Egypt. Plagues, various pestilences, unusual weather, and those are all collectively called... The ten plagues of Egypt. Right. Right? And we all know those. Okay? Yep. No reference to these plagues is found in any source outside the Bible. But there was a theory in the Mm mid-1950s that maybe the planet planet Venus had undergone a near collision with the Earth, causing mayhem. Really? Yeah. But no astronomers, scientists, or biblical scholars take this story seriously. I was like, that could be proven wrong in a right, minute. Right, exactly. But it was interesting. And think right. about it, Asimov wrote this only a decade after that. So right. it would have still been a scandal in his time. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, so the 10th plague was the biggie, wherein the firstborn male of every house in Egypt was slain by God. Right? That's the one that you were referring right. to just yeah, now. Yeah. The Israelites, of course, were spared due to the blood of the lamb that they had been eating that evening in a ceremonial meal. Yeah. That blood being pasted, pasted, placed on the door of each of their houses. Yeah. Okay. And this event actually marks the beginning of the escape from Egypt. Okay. And as well, the establishment of the Israelites as a nation and is thus the Passover meal that is celebrated every year. 
Okay. Right. So that is like the start. Okay. I didn't realize that that was like a, and now we are this. Like, I didn't realize that that's what you point to and say that's when it started. Got it. That's interesting. Did you know that? No, no. In all, okay. And now I'm going to quote Asimov here, okay, for a couple paragraphs. Okay. Okay. They're short paragraphs, but it's a long quote. Okay. In all probability, the Passover was an agricultural festival long antedating the time of Moses. Such festivals are common in all agricultural societies. Americans have even invented one for themselves, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Usually such festivals, even among the early Israelites, were thoroughly pagan in inspiration. The priestly writers of the Hexateuch could not revise the early traditions in too extreme a fashion. The various festivals were too popular and too deeply ingrained in tradition to be done away with. The best that could be done was to associate them firmly with some legendary event in biblical history and divorce them from idolatry. Gotcha. Passover, the most important of the agricultural festivals, was associated with the most important event in the early legends, the Exodus. So, yeah, right. Well, that's right? Cool. And I mean, that's nothing we didn't already know, but I thought he just phrased that so succinctly yeah. that no, I, there I mean, was that, no way to summarize right. that. No, no, no. That, that, that was great. I mean, we all know that, not we all know, I mean, uh, most of us know that have done any research into the biblical stuff that, you know, Christianity, Judaism, etc., adopted a lot of pagan ideas and a Mm -hmm. lot of pagan gods even and Mm -hmm. just they usurped that which came before them right and added it in or used it but the me to me some of the most interesting stuff is finding out how it was usurped how Mm -hmm. it was taken over Mm -hmm. which part was old and which part was added right so i didn't realize like remember we were um reading this and at the time we were like but passover is easter and jesus related so i don't understand like why but it's not so much i guess it is oh. it is what happened was jesus was crucified and resurrected during passover season okay okay and that's how those came to be associated with one another but originally they weren't i mean obviously no there's, originally there's judaism they... and then there's christianity right right, right. and so obviously Technically, there's not really a correlation other than they happen in the same season. Right. So um, Jewish families will um, celebrate Passover at the same time that Christians are celebrating Easter. And Passover. And Passover. Sort of. Kind of. Right. Not really. Not right. as much. No. So you'll see them um, going to church for yeah. Passover, but the what they're really celebrating is Easter and and the days leading up to it are called Passover, but they are celebrating the walk that Jesus took. Right. So theirs is completely, Christians are completely Jesus oriented. Right. Whereas right. the Jewish are actually celebrating Passover. Yeah. And I just find it so interesting that these two things happen at, at the same time. And so two related but very different religions celebrate at exactly the same moment in time two different portions of that. I find it interesting that Christianity having, you know, basically taken the Old Testament and Judaism as their base for their religion, mm-hmm. I, it, it always shocks me how little they understand and know about right. the Old Testament. And exactly. this is still their God. You know, exactly. like this is still things that happened to their people or whatever, their religion in the past prior to mm-hmm. Jesus. You would think that they would 
want to know more about, about these things. About the, the ways that their God was shaped. But they really just don't. They you know, obviously like it's, don't. It's so much... I mean, the way I grew up with it, while it's taken very seriously where I live, it's still almost a hallmark religion. You right. You know, like it's a... Right. It's a... They don't really... It, it's all sayings and cards and, and fucking... Just Go grandiose on ideas, Easter you know? egg hunts and shit right, like that. Right, yeah. No, it's definitely a very hallmark um, religion. Yep. For the most part, in my opinion. No, I totally One agree. One that is very dangerous, but mm-hmm. also very hallmarky. Yeah. So. So that was that section. Moving on, we come to Abib on page 140. Good old Abib. Well, Abib is when Exodus took place, during ah. the month of Abib. Oh, that's right. That's the, the mm-hmm. months. That's yeah, right. yeah. And Abib means kernel of grain, which makes sense. Sure. There's a whole bunch of um, words that he wrote about that, but we literally just covered these months yeah. in one of our most recent um, reading of the Bible episodes. Look at us doing so good about things. I know, you know, right? So I didn't summarize past that because okay. I'm like, oh, we already did that. Basically, Abib is April, I think, right? Mm, kind or of maybe. Anyway, yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere thereabouts. Okay. Um, I'm I'm not gonna say for sure, but that sounds about right. Maybe. Right. Um. Next, we come to the Red Sea, page one forty, and that's the, the last. One that he parted. <laughs> that's the last section that we're gonna cover. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For today, anyway. All right. Okay. After the tenth plague, Pharaoh was finally like, "Oh my God, get." Right. So he finally like capitulated and was like, you can leave. Right. For real and, this time. Right. And as I recall, there was more than one back and forth of you can leave, but oh, yeah. just kidding. And you can leave, but only if. Right. And, and yeah, all no, that. There was, that happened a lot. Yeah. Right. So, but he finally let them go, go. And you know what happens if you go, go. What, what happens? You wake up. Wake, wake me up. Before, up. You got to wake up before. You go, go. You go, go. Yeah. Yeah. And don't leave me hanging on. Like, like a yo-yo. Like a yo-yo. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, definitely. That's, yeah. that's, you got to do it that way. Do it that way. Right. Yeah. So these guys traveled east, which was the longer route. Um, because if they had traveled the shorter route going north. Wait, east. Oh, east. Okay, north. Yeah. Yeah. Like the map I drew that one time. Mm-hmm. Like why mm-hmm. did, it's five days walking. Yeah. If they had traveled north, it would have been the shorter route. But there were attackers from the north who would have totally taken on these newly liberated slaves who were unused to war. I see. So God had them go east to avoid all those God bad guys. Yeah, God east. had them right, do that. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, for them, it's a good thing that they didn't go north because then the story never would have happened. Right. Yeah. It so, would have been so tragic, yay. you know? But that answers that question, right. why they went east instead of north. Yeah. I mean, they probably knew. If they'd have gone north, were... we'd have had a whole different fucking religion today. Mm-hmm. Or none. Man, right. that'd be right. cool. That would be cool. Right. So, anyway, they went east and they found the Red Sea, one of the most unpleasant parts of the Indian Ocean. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Which, that answers that question. Like, before we were like, wait, is a sea part of the ocean? I think the answer is yes. Okay? Mm. A sea is part of an ocean, or it's a, like, outpouring of an ocean. It's a piece of an ocean. Okay. It's where an ocean goes. We had talked about this before. Do you remember? Uh, no, but um, that doesn't sound right to me. Well, exactly. okay, Asimov said it, so it's got to be true. Okay, all right. He said that uh, the Red Sea is one of the most unpleasant parts of the Indian Ocean. So... Gotcha. Eat my ass. Okay. Okay? What are you looking up? I'm looking up the Red Sea. Okay. Yeah. So there, it's it's a uh, it's right there. See, yeah, like it's between Saudi Arabia. I and I see, Egypt but and they don't. 
Right. No, I know. But it, it's so I guess it is like connected to the Indian Ocean, but it's almost set apart. Like it's almost, but it it know. gets its source from the Indian Ocean. Right. It does. So that's why it's fully sourced from that. It's not sourced from anything else. True. And so that's why he calls it a branch of the Indian Ocean. Very true. Very true. Okay. So anyway, it's the most unpleasant part of it because it's so fucking hot. Okay. And the uh, Red Sea separates the African and Arabian deserts and much of its water evaporates in the baking sun. And it's like got such a high salt content, which yeah. I mean, we talked about that other river that right. was similar situation. Right, right. So, I mean, that's why we have in our head these images of the Middle East is nothing but hot desert. Because it is. Because it is. Right. Right. And um, then he went through this whole litany of possibly why it could be called the color red. Okay. But at the end of it, nobody fucking knows. Got it. Like, there's not even stories or legends. He was just postulating maybe it's because there was, like, a bacterial infection of microbes, which that can turn the water red. Right. It changes the pH level of the water. Um, it could have been that there were red rocks or shells. Maybe it was from all the killing. There's just blood draining there into the blood, sea. There was blood, right. It could have been the way the sun set made the water appear red right. from one angle. But, I mean, he's just putting all these ideas out like, I don't fucking know. Sure. And that's the end of that. Asimov doesn't fucking know, and we don't fucking know. The okay. end. Okay? Got it. So that finishes that section. Okay. And... Didn't Moses part the Red Sea, though? Well, but that's probably in the next section. Okay. Right now, we were just talking about the geography and understanding of the Red Sea. Got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Keep in mind, Asimov is not really going through a reiteration of what happened so much as placing what happened. He's assuming you already know what happened, and he's placing that in context of history outside the Bible and geography of the time. Got it. Okay. okay. So when I give these little this happened, that happened, um, that's him saying, remember how when you read the Bible, this happened, that happened? Right. And I'm like, yes, I totally remember. <laughs> After I do all this research, hang on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's why I'm glad I'm not doing more than once a week because I would not be able to keep up. Right, right. Um, so the next section that we will cover next week will be pages 142 to 153. And that will finish up Exodus. Wow, that's quick. Uh, that's quick. Yeah, I told you this section was much smaller, much huh. shorter, and that um, this whole chapter, book of Exodus, would only be three sections. Gotcha. So we have finished two thirds of Exodus now. Okay. In Asimov's book club. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So that is that. Did you have anything you wanted to add or comment on besides that our cat was being an asshole? Right? Our cat was being a complete jackhole. Like this whole episode she was jumping on the table and oh shaking God. it and like ch attacking our chairs. Right? And now she's probably crashed out sleeping somewhere because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. we're finishing up. Yeah. So. Yeah. So good on her. Yeah. Um, she knew what to do. And we, the consummate professionals, went through this like nothing was happening like there was no cyclone in the background i mean they might have heard the cat meow a couple of times they listened really closely you might have heard the table shaking yeah that was... <laughs> that was pretty fucking bad right oh well apologies you guys yeah, if you heard it sorry about that what but, else uh, anyway that was uh our sacrilegious book club for this sunday and uh we got our 
weekly replay today if mm-hmm. you do that thing. If you do that thing. Right. And, and then tomorrow we will be back to our normal reading covering First Kings chapter 16. Yep. We will see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 